0: Something about removing people that he didn't need to be friends with. All right, we are live. Okay, we are
1: coming at you with a triple from the Triple B Studios Annex compartment. Boy, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. The, we're the Annex.
0: Um, again, feel move free locations. Do, feel free to donate donate us a building.
1: Yes, <laughs> if you can donate us a building, we will. I don't, we'll work it out. We'll yeah. we'll figure the terms. Out. Our people. You you call us, and our people will call you back. Um, Guaranteed. Yes. Our people will get in touch with your people, and we'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll do things. But anyways, we've got, obviously, two beer reviews tonight. Ghost pepper cheese that we have, the consensus has come to that Adam's going to probably cry or... Doubt it. It's tear likely. up. It's likely. No. Okay. <laughs> um, Would you say, was it the jalapeno ghost pepper? And it's like a javonero? It's like, no, I think, is it, not, is it cayenne and ghost pepper?
0: It is. I'm having to look back through our photos. I don't want to go get it out of the fridge yet. It is cheddar cheese with jalapenos, habaneros, and ghost peppers. Okay. Yeah. I
2: yeah. mean, it's, I think it's going to have some it's heat to It's going to have
0: it. some heat to it. I hope it brings it, dude. I, I, I hope, hope it I does, hope too, hot,
1: honestly. like I don't know.
2: Like, the last I thing. would love
1: for all three of us to be suffering together. Like just sweating in here. Yeah. <laughs> but we pause the show. I'm like, we'll be back in about 30 minutes if we go gargle a gallon of milk. I say,
2: <laughs> but do you remember, I say uh when we did the... When did the ghost pepper chip that Waco we did?
0: Yeah, we did the bag of ghost
2: pepper chips, and it and it didn't hit like I thought it would hit. I've had
0: I've had jalapeno yeah. chips from Lay's
2: that are hotter. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a little disappointing. So I don't know. I've had where like I've had like a spicy gouda or like the bold toky from um, Publix when you get that sub, and it's got like a, a spicy gouda and then like I guess a dry rub spice to the toky that had more heat
0: than. That ghost pepper chip did. Yeah, it w- it was not like I was built up for it to be something spicy because you know, like you can order the one yeah. chip thing like on Amazon, the, t- like the dead, dead chips chip. or whatever. Yeah. Then they've
1: got like the uh, they've got the one popsicle is like Satan's toe. It's in the shape of a toe, but it's like nothing but like ghost pepper popsicle kind
0: of thing. That sounds brutal. Like, why yeah. would you? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, a
1: popsicle. No, it's hot that's, outside. That's <laughs> the, the worst part about it is you know with a chip, you know you've got at max 30 seconds, it'd actually be in your mouth and you, you're swallowing it. Yeah. That, that popsicle is going yes. to... No, no sorry. Not a popsicle. A lollipop. Oh, it's this a spell, lollipop. Okay. Which All is right. even worse than a popsicle because the lollipop is going to last a lot longer. Yeah, it's going to sit in the side of your mouth. Yeah. It's going to it's know.
0: gonna catch your throat on the way down. Did yeah. You, I
2: guess you got to take a couple licks at it before you could even think about maybe trying to like just bite it in. And just dope. chew the yeah. whole thing up.
0: Yeah. Did you just like purposely try and pull off the commercial about how many licks does it take to get to the... No. With the owl? Yeah. One, two, and a bite. Yeah. So world then we've may, got... The world may never know. <laughs> so we're
1: going to talk about that. We're going to do two beers, the cheese, talk about college basketball, obviously the year of the upsets. I'm deeming it. It's been it's pretty been wild. outrageous. it I actually, yeah. actually
0: have stats to follow that. Yeah. So that, I, I, I saw um, some things today. That, other,
1: that, other sports talk out there.
0: NFL yeah, got, teams making moves. All kinds of stuff. We got some women's... We got some of the women's tournament thing to kind of cover and and give our opinions on and we had two poll questions happen in our uh, since our last episode the first one was the salad bowler plate which we talked about and then i put up and uh got 50 something votes on it 96 percent on the bowl so it has ended the debate we have united america yes yeah i
2: think i mean i thought that was a a general consensus from the get-go salad belongs in a bowl the only time i would do it in a plate is if like, half the plate was, like, a pasta dish, and then I could, like, use the pasta to scoop my salad. Yeah. Other than that, there's
1: no Let's be honest. That's the hardest part about eating a salad is, like, you have to use something else to get it on the floor. Like, you can't just go through and stab every piece of lettuce. Yeah. You can a, get a majority of it, but when you start getting that last little bit, it's just, it's not working. You can't stab it anymore.
0: So, the, tr- the Triple B uh, Beer, Bacon Bros. show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, has now United America. 96% on these. Yes. And... We've never agreed like that in the last eight years. Big news.
1: We also have stickers. Yes. We have stickers.
0: Yes. Which, we
1: are in talks to get shirts.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, so is, if you're interested
1: well, in shirts, let us know. Yeah. We'll cover it. We'll, we'll,
0: The three of us will talk about that after the show, but yeah. Sam, you're right. We have to let people know, man. You gotta let people know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have an idea of something. I have an idea of something that I kind of like, so. Um, and the other po- the other, uh, sorry, worst,
2: well, worst sports officiating moment.
0: Worst sports yep. officiating moment. And right now we have the Dez no catch rule. Uh, of course, a Dallas fan probably put that in. The uh, touchdown interception in the Green Bay Seattle game, uh, which was from Alex, which I had totally forgotten about, but was with the replacement refs that started. God, that's probably been eight years ago now. Was yeah, it's it,
1: where the uh, the safety caught the ball, but the receiver caught the safety, so they ruled it a touchdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, one one was ruling a touchdown, one was ruling uh, interception. In, in, Staining right something. beside yeah. each other, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. Bad. It it was, was a re- bad re- look for the replacement refs. It was that was the end of the replacement refs. The literal yeah. next week, the refs got exactly what they wanted. So, uh, the Brady Tuck rule, which has, um, if you're not a Brady fan, obviously that's something. Uh, the a uh, uh, Gamecock fan coming in, uh, the folks Box, car, Box Cario, Box Carnio, some one of our uh, one of our nice followers. The fourth down conversion preceding uh, the clowny hit. So, whatever we'll that's in a uh, boxer
1: and, on it, that's, uh, that's a guy I went to school with. Yeah, at Canadian, yeah. one of my fraternity brothers. Yeah,
0: but that yeah, is, well, that,
2: that hit will forever live in Carolina football infamy.
0: for me. I think what 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 sucks the worst for those refs that clearly got that call wrong, and I'm not just being a homer about it, if you watch the actual film, because the, the sky camera that's on the line that goes across the field. From sideline to sideline, it was like perfectly where that camera goes over. Yeah. And they just like rolled up, look right down, showed you the clean shot that that's not even making it to the marker. Whoever that, it I swear, that when we have the, had money that, on the, the game. That because <laughs> the head ref is usually the one that makes that call, right? Typically, yes, yeah.
1: Yeah. So when that head ref made that call, there had to have been other refs on that squad that were like standing like, nearby like, that were just like, mm. did this dude just really call <laughs> that a first down? And then that was like one of the few times I've ever seen. I feel like Steve Spur wanted to hit a ref because like that was clearly oh, just. Oh, Steve like,
0: was lit, baby. Yeah. he was in
1: there. He was pointing. He was, in yeah. was it Blyce Williams? Was it Bryce Williams? Was in there? Steve yeah. Spur. Yeah.
2: Was in, there was like four guys around, like literally just screaming, like all how, kinds
0: of profanities, it was just probably. like, what the
1: hell are you looking at?
0: <laughs> I actually think they did catch one of the Camcock players, like with the you know the big microphones that catches sound, and it was like, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would not surprise me but wasn't that game in Tampa that game was in Tampa yeah now doubtful, right? Right? yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you know that head ref might have just kind of slid over to the casino. That's what I'm saying. have I a Hard Rock's casino over there, very a, nice, had, very big. Had a, had a little side bet of fifty dollars on it. It's like I'm telling you, man, South Carolina—they just don't win these big games. I got to hit Michigan with this, and then it's like, oh, okay, I got it. Because
1: at that ball. point, it was it was a tied ball game at that point in time. So he's, he definitely could have been a, a difference maker, but Jadavion yeah. Clowney stood up.
2: Uh, the, another one, another one that I want to throw out there that I just saw today and kind of remembered of now that baseball season's kind of getting into full swing was the infield flywheel against – oh
0: against Atlanta? The, uh, yeah, in
2: 2012? Yeah. Against the Cardinals? Yeah, Chipper Jones I know. Game. I feel
1: like I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. So, the
2: we, we'd hit a ball into le- – it was like short left field, and the shortstop went back, and the left fielder was running in on it, and he was a good 30 feet out into the outfield, and they called it an infield fly, and it would have given us
1: bases loaded with what, one out?
0: It would have given us, yes. It would have
1: ba- it was so basically, we had, well, we, it resulted in runners can't advance. Well, they can advance at their own will if they want to try no. to steal, technically. No, they can't, no, they, can't advance. It, yeah. so they, See, I thought when the, the ball hit, ball when the did. ball finally hit or caught, caught, they could advance if they wanted to at that point in time. No, no. It's, it's just okay. an automatic out. So either but way, it's an automatic out, runners can't advance. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it, it left us because there was a little confusion and it dropped. And so they didn't catch it. And so it left us with bases loaded with one out with, like bottom seven, bottom six, or bottom eight, something like that, down five, six. And we ended up losing that game. And I think that was the year we blew, like, the eight-game lead going into the playoffs. It
0: was. It was the exact same. So that's kind of –
1: that's like – that. I think how do you that was, justify that a pop, like an infield fly?
0: How do you – well, I mean, the infield fly can actually extend beyond the infield, but it typically – doesn't like extend more feet. than like 5 to 10 feet. Yeah, this was like 30 When you're talking about this, this was, was the
1: second baseman has to turn his back and run into the outfield. It was, was, was the shortstop. Short and, short and he backpedaled, but a
2: backpedaled 30, 20 feet, 30 feet. Yeah, and, and it I
1: landed left, in between him and the left fielder. So it wasn't like it was an easy, just, oh, I'm taking so a couple like, So did either back. one of them actually make effort to catch the ball no. and they just couldn't get there?
2: No. No, like the shortstop held up because he, I guess, thought the left fielder would... Called it, you yeah. know, left fielder was from like me to the wall and couldn't get to the ball. So yeah. neither one of them was like camped under it. And he just let the guy, none of them, neither of them had a glove at
0: the ball. And for them to turn a double play, it would have been, it would have had to have been an absolute laser. Like they would have had to throw 90 mile an hour lasers from bag to bag, like from outfield to bag and then bag to bag. It was, it wouldn't yeah. happen. There's no way. I'd I'd rather I'd rather you mess up the call on not calling the infield fly than calling the infield fly and actually costing runs.
2: Yeah. But yeah, Fuddy, <laughs> Fuddy Gonzalez was
1: heated,
0: heated after that one. So, so that's uh, one thing I've never really understood about the infield
1: fly. Like I I understand it's there for like if they just purposely let the ball drop, so they can turn a double play.
2: Yeah, that's I mean that's essentially what it's preventing because it's sh- yeah, be. yeah, I'm thinking in- about
1: it more now. It does make sense because because nobody be everybody's in, gonna just stand on their bags, they're not gonna be moving forward because they know the infield is gonna catch it, correct? But if he puts it purposely dropped, then obviously you got an easy to, double play. You have to, even, run.
0: even if they're not standing on their bags, they're standing like three feet from the bags, yeah. So, because what for the minute the qualifier for infield flies, you have
1: to have a runner, at least one runner on bags, right? Two, two, yeah, is you it have, two, yeah, yeah you, you, have can't have have two, it.
0: you have to have two runners on
2: and less than two outs, yeah. Yeah. okay? So, so that was the thing, was like we had guys, I think. We had first two it, runners on
1: with only one out. We know? had
2: first and second. I had bases loaded. Was it bases? His loaded? bases loaded.
1: Yeah. Oh, so that would have driven a run home to tie it. Yeah. It, if that guy had actually called it as just a blooper yep. into the outfield. Yep. Well, I,
2: no, because I thought it. I thought it was first and second because I remember Dan Uglas standing on third, like clapping, like he just went into third after a single.
0: I don't think, and I think that's what gave us bases loaded. I don't think so. I think I think it was bases loaded. We'll have to go back and look at it, but I'm I'm looking it up. Um one of your friends, Griffin Delmaso. Yep. So also mentioned the uh Galarraga's almost perfect game where the bloom yep. call it first. And when, we had uh, just
2: talked about that too before we had posted this question. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Was so, what? The Galarago's so, perfect the game. Galarago was Oh, yeah,
2: the,
1: the, the, his last out, the ump called him safe yeah, when it was he, really out. And yeah. he had him by like a step and a half. Yeah, yeah.
0: And a credit to the ump because he actually like went back and looked. This is before we could have overturned that. Yeah, we, before we played. We, we did play. have replay. But he actually went back in, looked at the play, and realized he fucked up. Just actually, was in a bad position, right? And actually, literally went down to the dug, went down to the uh, the clubhouse, and sought out Galarraga, and apologized apologize? to him. He also the
1: uh, actually had a press conference and like cried yeah. in the press conference. He, well, it, he, he never, was very apologetic. Well,
2: because you never gonna when when's the time
0: you ever gonna have a shot at that again? Yeah, yeah. Galarraga literally never did anything else the entire part of his career. So
1: Adam cool. Adam was right about the Atlanta. Uh, it was Seattle. just first and second. First and second, Aunt Ugla
0: did go to third. Wait, Seattle.
1: St. Louis, sorry. St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis, okay. St. Louis, yeah. yeah. Like, but it was the wrong game, bro. It was actually six to three in the bottom of the eighth with two runners on. Okay. I thought and it was like a one one. When game. you watch the replay, it's it's clearly in the outfield, shortstop and left, left. fielder just miscommunicating the ball yeah. drops. Like I said though, it's by
2: like thirty feet. Yeah. It's like a good distance into the outfield.
1: You can't see the dirt anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that and it was just a blown in, you know, infield fly I'm yeah. gonna get. I'm gonna get to where, like, get pause it where the ball drops, and then show you guys.
0: But yeah, that's clearly just a. But with the Galaraga thing, I mean, it's like, why would you? Oh come on! Get All right, right go well, on, Chris. He's, he's already eight and two thirds through of a perfect game. Like this dude, his center fielder basically murdered himself to catch a ball up against a wall out there. Like. If they had tied it first with the, I with still the throw and I runner, give, I would still have been Like, oh, this dude's out. Yeah. perfect game. I mean, it was it was close, but I mean, if it's that close, I'm still throwing him out. Like, I'm just giving him the perfect game. Yeah, like, like it's if like,
2: you if you go back and look at it, I'd be like, oh, dang man, I missed that one. I,
0: if I remember right, it's not even a close game. It's like six to nothing or something or four to nothing. Yeah, like, you're not coming back. I mean, just yeah, because what was it?
2: The next batter got out. Yeah. I think he struck out the guy with he hit and like like a. The second base, I think he hit the shortstop, yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean, it was just like, why why would you even like he should have just g- given him the out? And I mean, unless it was clear as day that the guy was safe, you yeah, know? I mean, but if there was a close play or if it was anything, sort you know,
0: give the man the out, give him the perfect game, yeah, it's, it's tough, it's tough. And then, of course, I put through the no, uh, no call PI in the Saints Rams game. I mean, obviously, it's obvious. Tough. <laughs> I mean, the
1: guy that did it came out and said, no, that was pass interference. He's like, I lit that dude up way before the ball got there. Yeah. I mean, the corner himself was like, yeah, the ref should have thrown a flag. (laughs) I
0: I know it's kind of like, I know it's kind of like the most recent bad call that we can think of. um, But goodness gracious. I mean, out, out, (laughs) just ridiculous that it wasn't called. Just like, you should, it was just dumb. Just dumb. That staff in general should never, ever be able to officiate a playoff, playoff game, game in the NFL again.
1: Like I'm sure like when you when the D B hit the receiver and then the ball fell and all that stuff and there was no flag thrown, you could almost hear like Roger Goodell just sigh like, oh God, I'm gonna have to deal with this tomorrow. Like it was just blatantly just a no call. Like I don't know how they the ref can say that he missed it. Yeah. Oh just it was a bang bang play. No, it really wasn't dude. He was he was there like a good five seconds early.
0: Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> yeah. was just like, I, I bet that the, I bet that the defensive back for St. Louis or not St. Louis, sorry, uh, Los Angeles was, was literally like, shit, I'm about to get this pass interference. Like he, he probably hit him and was like, oh damn, that's going to be, pa- wait a minute. There's no flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand like as a defensive play, like, why even
1: make that play? Like, why was he even trying to, he, I think he said that he was like, he was so worried about being burnt that he was like, I'm just gonna hit this kid to the point where he's like, if if the ball's not here, I'm gonna take the penalty. It was just one of those things like he's like, I'm, I'm not to blowing this pit. game. I'm yeah. willing to take yeah. the penalty versus him
0: hitting. getting a touchdown. Yeah. I saw a great example of that this weekend in basketball too, because there was only like it was only like, I think it was Arkansas, and there was only about forty-four seconds left. They're playing Texas Tech, you know, they're down, they're up to and Texas Tech guy like Makes a great crossover and gets by the guy into the lane, and the Arkansas guy just strip grabs his jersey and like holds him because they had a foul to give. Yeah, without yeah. actually sending Texas Tech to the line, genius. Well, absolute that's a, genius. Well, I guess job. that's like you
2: know being being up two or even being up three, and instead of letting him shoot the three, go ahead and file him, send them to the line, let you know let yeah. them only shoot two.
1: There was yeah. I forget what game that happened. I think that happened on Saturday or Sunday where a team was up by three. With like two point something seconds left, the other team they had just made the shot to go up by three. I mean, and the I other, know. T- other team was about to inbound, and the way they inbounded it and ran it down court, you could tell they were clearly trying to avoid the intentional foul. Yeah, because they they were like if they like you said the intentional fouls only going to give them two shots, and you also can kind of tell like when they were running down the court that those players were willing to just kind of throw the ball in the air I said, to make it a I, shooting foul. Exactly at yeah. that
2: point, if you know some kind of intentional fouls. Draw just, the shooting foul. Just throw something towards the basket. But help
1: because you know if the odds are in your favor, you end up somehow draining Making that a and then getting one, one, yeah. And all of a sudden you you get the one get free throw. You, you throw take the lead hook. by one, yeah. You
2: throw a sky hook for mid court. You know
1: who was it that we always talking about? Him, was it? He just broke his leg in the NBA like two years ago, real bad. He almost hit that half quarter against North Carolina. Oh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, yeah. Do something yeah, like, like that. He, he almost was hit it half, Duke. Yeah, was, yeah.
0: Duke. For old Butler, where they're currently playing half the games, but wow! Well, one more thing on this: uh, Griffin Damaso also uh, wanted because initially we were going to talk a little bit of MLB last episode. He wanted to let us all know that the Pirates will be winning the NL Central, and he was promising that. So, okay, Griff, I, don't, I see it, you. I don't know if he's from Pittsburgh. You, yes, yeah, know he, him, so. he oh, is. He is. Yeah. He's a big Pirates fan. A little bit of hometown blood there, I guess. <laughs> a big,
1: little
2: bit. Big Steelers, big Pirates fan. I'm a. All right, so we're gonna get this to is the, watch.
1: This is the video from the Braves St. Louis game. Just, I'm gonna go back ten this is, seconds. This is so. gonna make
0: me cry. This is Tuber Jones' last game.
1: It's eight to three, bottom of the eighth, and the, what kills me is how long it takes for the ump to finally call the infield fly. Yeah. Well, because I think he like runners in advance. Everybody was on the back, like people, like, the batters were taking off like his protective gear. Like he was literally like, oh yeah, that was a great. Well, blooper. I felt
2: like he he made like a a conference with the other ref. Yeah,
0: he did. Because to, it like, you it. Is it Anderson Simmons? Is that who that was? That
1: ball lands th- like 25 feet out into the outfield, 30-something yeah. feet. And
0: the and the guy that's also – I mean, look at that. Obviously, it's you not an clear, infield flop, You can flop, clearly bro. tell
1: the shortstop and center fielder were not on the same bitch because the sh- left fielder literally looks at the shortstop and goes, what the hell, and throws his hands up when the ball drops.
0: Yeah, so that guy – So, so guy Ogwood
1: was- gets on third. He's clapping. All the fans are going wild. And then it cuts, and this is when he's telling the manager – no, he's, they, no, he's, on the bench, he's still turned, on the first Ter- base coach. Terry Pendleton. Yeah, yeah, he's still on Terry. It's like, hey, that's an infield fly. And then well, he again, comes say, out like I, said, I, think,
2: I think they that's had a they conversation
1: was. about it that yeah. they weren't sure what they were going to call, and then they called the infield when fly. When the camera angle following the shortstop went for the catch literally mm-hmm. loses sight of the infield, you have no business
0: calling an infield no, fly. No.
1: And on top of that – And mean, it's not like they zoomed in on them. They lo- it's just a normal angle that they have. You can't even see the freaking clay anymore. Like,
0: look at the two players and look what they did. Like, the shortstop couldn't find the ball. And, and the he, outfielder was ten feet to the left. He couldn't find the ball because
1: either. the shortstop most likely called him off or something. Or they they both thought that it's either they both thought they called each other off or something like
0: that. It was clearly just them two and messed up communication. Yeah. And, and there's no way that they were going to pick up that ball, laser it to third, laser it to second, no. and get people. I mean, look like look at where they were. There's no way that's what they were trying to do. I get it if they both like came together, like the left fielder was just literally waiting for it to drop at his feet, pick up the ball and throw. But that dude's 10 feet to the left. He's not anywhere near that ball to try and do I that. I say, yeah. And no. like
2: you said, he you know, he throws his hands up like, you should have caught that. And then the shortstop just kind of picks it up and kind of just throws it back in his and glove. The infield
1: like, yeah. fly rule was designed to stop teams from just having an unfair
0: advantage of a turn of double play. Exactly. And yeah. there's
1: no chance of a double play at that yeah, hit. no. Yeah. So
0: that's, that's a bad call. I'm, All I'm, right. I agree on that. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. What of of the list of what was presented to us, what is the actual worst? I don't know. Now ever? that I've rewatched that one, that one's kind of up there all of a sudden. Like
1: that, so, that's that's number two. So for me, as as a fan,
2: I believe the Dez catch no catch where I, I mean I I think it's a catch. He he makes three football moves and tries to dive to the end zone, and you call it a no catch. So I I get that um as a fan, but I I as a as the top i think the galloway blowing his perfect game has got to be the top so <laughs>
1: i'm going to pretty much follow up that the Braves obviously getting jipped on that is up there the one that i i i presented the the touchdown interception whatever that was just like if you just go back and look at it it's just clearly just bad but the one that really has to sting the most is definitely the blown perfect game cuz like dude legitimately had it he yeah. should be in the hall of fame that little pitching mound should be in the Hall of Fame. That ball should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, everything. And this dude's just now known as the, the pitcher that had it almost. but doesn't have credit. He's almost. the almost
0: perfect game. Yeah. I mean, a guy that lives. It's the
1: almost <laughs> with the asterisk because technically he did have it. The ump just blew it.
0: Yeah. I mean, because he... Li- the sad, the saddest part, like, I think, of the story is the fact that he just went on to do basically nothing the whole rest of his career. Yeah. like He, he was, was just the
1: average pitcher. He was just he was the average he, pitcher. He middle of the road.
0: Probably even a little bit below average. <laughs> but, but, like,
1: the what kills me about it is... It's just the fact of like it wasn't a bang bang play, really. Like I said, he just, had him by like when a you step go and back and look at it, he had that dude. Yeah, they had him
0: out. Yeah, yeah. I would gr- they have replay then? They didn't have They did country. not no, have no, replay. No. That's actually that was like what 2009. I actually, think that's one that brought it about, wasn't it, it? Is that is literally the moment where they actually decided to have replay for out safe calls and plays at the plate? Yeah. So Which that makes sense. And then the next year, they finally brought replay in for home runs, like down the line. You could review whether it was a home run or not. So I like those three because, like, in baseball, there's a. I think it's like the. I'm trying to think of the word to say
1: here. The, I don't know. Just the the humanality of it, though. The humanality of it just makes it seem like a little bit better when you have those. You got got all those umps out there making these human calls and stuff like that. Like, like when they're implementing what? The the robot strike caller in the minor leagues? Yeah, they're still working on that. Yeah, Yeah. Like, I just, to me, that's just kind of. It's kind of weird because it's it's weird to define and actually an actual
0: strict strike zone. Now, granted, there
1: are some umps out there where you're just like oh, they're get so bad. this dude off the they're yeah, so get this bad. dude out
0: from my own home plate. I but say, I don't want a robot out there calling that. There there needs to be like the NFL has actually started in the past couple of years implementing a like grading scale for officiating, and that's you know whoever grades out the best that year is the crew that gets to come together and and do the Super Bowl uh, do the Super play ball, playoffs things stuff like that. that. The MLB really needs to start implementing that. They, they really, do. they really need to start. Because I mean, there, I
1: am like career. it was either it was the year before COVID. There was like one ump that everybody was just like hated. Well, because he was he he really, such a tight a, strike. He zone. had a record of just being like inconsistent, unfair. Just like everybody was like when they when they were watching him call a game, they're like, "Good luck throwing a, a strike on the corner or on the edge."
0: Like yeah, you're I not going like to get he just it. Th- yeah.
2: he, he just had a very tight strike zone yeah. as far as. If it's not inside black, you're not getting the call. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for me, I don't want to break it into two, but I'm going to break it into two. I think the actual, like if we're talking about the literal worst call ever, like just blatantly, you were wrong. Everybody knew you were wrong. It was clearly obvious. It's got to be the Saints Rams, especially in that high level. Of that championship one, yeah, that game. one. There's the most obvious. That's the most obvious. Like everybody, you knew you were wrong, and everybody in the building actually knew you were wrong. No matter what side you're on. But as far as I agree with you guys. I mean, this the the worst and, and the aftermath of the call most like, impactful. Yeah, and just saddest story would be the Galarraga perfect game. Yeah. So, um Mr. Griffin, we we agree with you. That is, we're gonna. I think we're all gonna agree that that is probably the worst call. I see,
2: is there anything in basketball that y'all like as far as
0: bad calls? I mean, basketball is just it, terrible. in terrible in the NBA It's just so anytime calls.
1: LeBron but, flops
0: without yes. being touched and they don't call him for the flopping rule
1: Jesse that's uh, a bad call LaMelo got called this year for the flop like everybody's gonna... flop I'm so glad the NBA actually put that rule out there but they need to enforce the shit like there's been guys this year that like they'll do like the little swinging thing where their elbows kind of come close yeah and, then and the just, defender will literally just fly back 10 feet. Yeah. And you'll go look at the replay, and there'll be no contact. You're know, like, I mean, you, but yeah, I mean, they're
2: one athletes and then B,
1: actors. Yeah. You soccer got, players like that, too. I've like, seen soccer players get carried off on a stretcher and then come back out in the field five minutes later. Like, bro, make up your mind. You're like, either dying or you're good. <laughs> like, I think... <laughs> they just like, put a shot in the guy's yeah, Just just. Are you on the way to the hospital, or are you just... You know, faking the shit. I think, Dray, I, think right Dray, I think
2: Draymond does the same. Like he's oh, yeah. another big. All leader. the people in the NBA oh, yeah.
1: do it. Like all the big name stars, that are like legitimate, like scores. No, and stuff I, like that, no, but I feel flop. like you
2: have you have guys that maybe aren't known for it, but they. You, I, I, you I would say they're known for it. They're known to flop.
1: They're, they're going to flop if they have the opportunity.
2: Correct. They're yeah. going to try and get the, you know
1: pick the foul up. I could breathe too hard on their cheek, in there and, and be they're like, gonna, "Oh God, yeah, yeah." They'll feel the ever slight graze of my fingertip, and they'll like, they'll act like I just hit them with a you know, a hundred and fifty mile an hour fastball. Pretty much, pretty so, much. That's the NBA as a
2: whole, in my opinion. So, but, all right, well, let's get into our first beer. Yep, we're going with my first pick of the night. Yeah, I let Adam pick the two. We got a fresh six pack, so I let Adam pick the. So these uh, are, I think. Just based off of what they I think they're gonna be two very different beers. I don't I didn't remember looking at what the other one was, but this one is a Mocha Java
0: Porter by Sugar Creek. Sugar Creek, all right. Which is also Sugar Creek's in Charlotte, I'm pretty sure. We've done we've done a Sugar Creek. Yeah, it's in Charlotte, yeah. We've done we might have done two Sugar Creek actually. I gotta look back but,
2: at it, but I picked up this can, looked at the name, and the first thing that it reminded me of was like the mocha java monster.
1: Oh, dude, I get this all the time going to work in the morning.
2: But well, what's that? What is that? Is it Java something? It is Java.
1: It's the mocha. They've it got the mo- they've got the mean bean, which is the vanilla. Yeah, and they've got favorite. the mocha, but it's called the Java monster. It's the coffee monster. Yeah. yeah. Now they've got the three hundred milligram caffeine. Coffee monster, which the the original ones is only 200 milligrams, which is. That's close enough. You, you, you'd be fine with 200 milligrams of caffeine. So either way, I feel like this is going to be right up my alley. I really thought we had done a sugar creep before. I say, I don't we think we have. have. I don't think we have. I don't. It doesn't sound very familiar.
0: I've had sugar creep before. But that don't mean we have. I know. I know. It's, okay. it's maybe we have. It smells just like one that, of those monsters. Yeah.
2: As far as like that. Mocha, yeah, mocha like coffee, kind of yeah.
0: creamy. Like, um, I got, I got a feeling this one's gonna be good, man. I got a feeling this is gonna be, this is gonna be pretty. Is good. this one of those where, like, if you
1: had it in your refrigerator in the morning, you'd be almost kind of tempted to like drink it, thinking it's coffee? This yes. is gonna be so, some- yeah. <laughs> what, no, what, he was saying? I almost, <laughs> I've almost done it with coffee lager before. I've told this story plenty of times where I've seen it. That's in the fridge good. and black like, that's Oh, solid. coffee! And I'm like, that's a beer. Like, you can't do that at you know six thirty in the morning. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can, can. You can <laughs> but
0: it's frowned upon. So Adam, would you start a uh, a noon game? A nooner with this? Would you no no. No, no, no no no, tailgating. Yeah, tailgating. No.
1: Why not?
2: Why, Cuz that is a he- little 7 a.m. Just- that is a heavy that is a heavy thing to put on the stomach
0: It. <laughs> Look at Alex. Alex is like, if I'll this is it. good enough, I'm doing it. I'm saying I'm going to do it. I haven't even had a taste of it yet.
2: That's something heavy to sit. So you would at-
0: probably start with the coffee lager then for like a noon tailgate.
2: Yeah, I would I would- Oh, dude. That's good though.
1: I'd be I, tempted to hit a few of these before a noon game because <laughs> it would literally trick me into thinking I'm just drinking like a coffee thing. Yeah. And hey, I mean, it, it, but hell, I've done that before in the noon games. I've taken a six pack of coffee lager and like done two or three of them before, but coffee lager is not nearly as heavy as this. No, that's what i What's saying. the,
0: what's the alcohol percent? They might, might see uh, the alcohol percent. five, five, seven. Five, seven. Five, seven? Okay. Yeah. 18 IBU. Coffee lager is probably around there as well. Somewhere in the five. It also Chai says two, be five, five.
1: kind, be thoughtful and recycle. Oh, Thanks. Thanks, sugar this delightful porter perfectly blends our rich and easy drinking Sugar Creek Porter with a locally sourced 100% organic fair trade coffee. This exceptionally smooth and drinkable beer blends four malts and locally roasted cold brew coffee to achieve mild dark fruit flavors, hints of roasted malt nuttiness, and a bittersweet dark chocolate coffee finish. I mean, I don't think okay. I don't think this is going to be
2: up you, alley because you're not a big coffee man. Yeah, I'm not. So that's why I'm a little nervous about But it, it. is like I mean cuz you It's drink, not as
1: strong coffee as the coffee lager, but it, you it's you, a very it's, easy, it's an easy blend of coffee and porter. I say
2: you drink your coffee black, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm getting into that trying to avoid, you know, trying to put sugar into it, but I mean typically it's black with just a, a spoon. Yeah, a spoon and a half of sugar. Just to kind of cut but and it cuts the bitterness
0: out just a hair. Yeah, I mean but this is. We had the. Was it last episode or the episode before we had the conversation around uh, a beer that we tried at Weco that was from Sycamore and it was their cream ale, but it was a coffee cream ale. Oh, and I loved it because it had that that sugary delight. Yeah, it was it.
1: definitely the coffee the, flavor of putting creamer and sugar and all that stuff yeah. into
0: it. Yeah. And versus the coffee lager, this is something even farther beyond the coffee lager for coffee. So, this is, I mean, yeah, this
2: is drinking a black coffee. With
1: um, because that has the, that
0: that has the the kind of somewhat bitterness or the it's got a bitterness
1: of the of yeah, the porter, the, porter yeah. the porter's bringing that in the coffee logger you now you got the coffee taste but it's a logger so it doesn't hit as hard yes that porter brings an extra punch in this one yep
0: but yeah. I think I think it's very good I love it I I I feel like I really can see you one day starting a, a noon football game with, with two it. or three of these yeah because it is if we ever get back now they to are they are this is <laughs> yeah, a tall boy can year, so. Huh? We're tailgating this year. Clemson already said they're doing 100% fans. They don't care. So South yeah. Carolina will follow. So with so this, well, this being a tall boy can,
1: I think the most I would do is two. two, two. two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's at 32 ounces of this at yeah. 8
2: a.m. would be sitting pretty heavy Yeah. by noon. Yeah. Cause then you got that. I'm guessing we're eating some
1: kind of breakfast. Yeah.
2: If we if we're tailgate, what we tailgate, where we normally tailgate. Yeah.
1: They'll have the eggs,
0: the and bacon, all that stuff. We'll on. roll the flat top out, do that 27 egg. Probably on hit like end. two
1: of those, and then roll to like a mimosa. so it's a bit lighter, a little bit more bubbling, kind of helps with the breaking food up. Yeah. So, so whenever
0: y'all ready, put a, put a score behind it.
2: You want to go first, or you want to go last? Eight eight.
0: Eight eight.
2: I'm going eight flat.
0: Kay. Okay. 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 I had to think about it for a second because I don't want to. I don't want to be rude to actually. Let me get one more sip. I don't want to be rude to the drink itself just because I'm not, you I'm know, a coffee fan. Yeah. I'll go. That's kind of like what I do with the, the coconut, yeah, port or whatever. Got to be fair to it. So yeah. I'll go seven seven. I think that's where it sits for me. But okay. Now all in all, not bad. Y'all two will finish that that one. Now nah, I'm fine. With, uh, hell, I'll probably yeah. give it done. I'll know, Alex. I'll let
1: Adam finish it because i I brought my other. Sipping beers. All right. So are we going to get into college basketball or the NFL drama? Or where you guys want to take this conversation next? Well. um, Or does anybody have any other interesting news topics from around the world? I
0: was going to mention this because I thought we should probably. Yeah, Joe Biden
1: has a body (laughs) though.
0: We do want to talk to that. I want to know what the theory is on this. This
1: is very quick. Because for somebody to have created this theory, they have to have some sort of evidence that they believe to be factual. So I just want to know yeah, what I'll, I mean, is. I'll show you what I, it, you know,
2: via, it is a TikTok video, but it's like images of like what is supposed to be Joe Biden. And it is clearly, you can kind of like look at like the sides of the face and just facial features. And it's like, these are clearly
1: like two different people that are, there's one video I saw like where he's talking to people about something and his like hand goes in front of like the boom mics. Y'all seen that one? Yeah. And he it, it clearly looks like it a, was a green, a green screen. screen. But Facebook fact checkers flagged it and oh, said it's missing yeah. context. And when I look at the context they're missing, it says his hands just clearly moved in front of the mics. And I'm like, if you if you look at that video, just I don't know if it's just the way it was filmed or the way yeah, the yeah, boom I know, mic I know what was you, filmed. Yeah. That's it's the, it's not as just as something as simple as his hands moved. It was it very it, it it almost had me believing it was a green screen. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, this
0: is weird."
2: Yeah. But either way, so the whole body double thing, though,
1: I, we'll go ahead and hop into it. I guess.
0: Okay, I'll finish uh, mine because mine's really quick. I do have just, an
1: interesting news story that I saw on the Weather Channel of all places today.
0: But I was just going to mention that um, I thought the Dodgers should be given some credit for what they did with Andrew Tolles. Did y'all see what that was? No. Okay. Do y'all remember Andrew Tolles, who was an outfielder for them? It was actually a pretty good outfielder. The guy was above 300 hitter and and played pretty good defense for a corner outfielder, but. Um, so Andrew tolls like something, I don't know exactly what happened in his life, but something like flipped for him. And this dude just started going psycho like mentally. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what ended up happening was his contract ran up this off season and, and the Dodgers had been providing their health benefits for him. Cause obviously in Los Angeles, that's pretty expensive. So they provided the health benefits for him to continue to seek mental health up until now. And people thought, okay, well, you know, he's going to have to figure out what to do because the Dodgers are going to drop him they're not going to re-sign him. They re-signed him on a $0 contract, but he still gets to keep his health benefits. And they put him as an inactive IL, or IL so that he doesn't take up any team roster space, which I thought was really great at the Dodgers because they didn't that's have a, to that's do a that. good, yeah, That's a good move by management but for the Dodgers. You know, somebody, they, who is this for? This is Andrew Toles, who was an outfielder for the Dodgers a couple of years ago. And, uh, and I think like his son died or like somebody died in a car crash or something. And like that, that moment in his life, it just flipped something in him. And, uh, but the Dodgers did this so that he could continue to have his health benefits and, you know, get the, you know, get that coverage provided for all of his therapy and and whatever else he's going through. I'm not, you know, they didn't get into deep detail of it, but I thought it was just a really great move by the Dodgers. I mean, that's a good move, you know, just to continue to help somebody that they didn't necessarily have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, all gotta, right, Alex. Go deep dive. So, this is
2: just so... Do for, I not hit the play button on this? I, I'll, I'll, I'll hit it, okay. but just look at that picture.
1: Yeah, a little straight-on shot of Biden. Yep.
2: Okay. so if you just kind of look at some of his face features, like, you can kind of look at his ears. His earlobes look detached. Oh, go dark. All right, hold on. You know, you. Look, you know look detached, you know, yeah. whatnot. And... The next photo shows him where clearly earlobes are like attached to like the side of his head, so it's not like you just mask. that is weird. If those pictures are real, that is weird. It is, and then I mean, so just some of like his facial features is what his ears. Throws... His
1: ears clearly change throughout those photos. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah,
2: that's different. It's so it's just kind of an odd thing to look at. Because you wouldn't think that's something that would change throughout time. No, it shouldn't change like that. So, I mean, and then, like I said, here's another video of, like, them kind of compared side to side. That they're claiming is the same person. Yeah. But, like I said, it's just, like, little minor detail, which very well could just be somebody playing, you know, Photoshop. And... Editing out, you know, and just oh, he's got a body, you know, just trying to.
1: Yeah, it could be. That's what I'm saying. It could be. It could obviously be Photoshop, but but that's weird. That would be. I mean, that would be
2: some nonsense, though. If obviously, you know, you're trying to play. Because I, I, I mean, I think as as powerful figures go, there's I think some level of you you would have a body double, or you would have a a, a double for some, maybe certain situations. Yeah. But I think you would be able to. If you were gonna do that, it would be like just like what they do, I guess, in like hair and makeup. Like you're gonna have a full on like face cast that looks just like Joe Biden, and you're just gonna yeah. have to walk, you know, in, in make it look like it, that is Joe Biden versus having somebody that just is close to him. But clearly, there's certain features that don't match up with what what
1: is. That's weird. So the my my weird story, like I agree. The, if those pictures are legitimate, there there is questions to be answered on that. That's almost like if they're yeah. photoshopped, I get it. Yeah, but if those pictures are legitimate, there's definitely questions to be answered. Your ears don't change like that over a course of a year and a half. Two I say, years. yeah, this is stuff that's supposedly recent. So the the weird news story I've got is apparently a Japanese spacecraft named. Hayabusa. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, that was yeah. probably Captain. That was Captain. Okay. He done hit something on yeah. the table there, buddy. The Hayabusa two uh, spacecraft bombed the asteroid Ryugu. Right, I don't know how to say this. Using explosives to shoot a five and a half pound lump of copper that they used, they called a bullet to create an artificial crater, and they were monitoring seismic activity on the asteroid. Apparently, the asteroid just didn't even like. Flinch, like they literally just said it, like it shrugged his shoulders and was like that's all you got kind of thing and they've also noticed that the craters they've been monitoring this asteroid as it comes buzzing by every once in a while is somehow being like filled back in but there's no wind or anything like that obviously so like they're just trying like figuring stuff out but at least the fact of like they're trying to figure out how they're going to create an earth asteroid defense system and they're like we literally just shot it with a you know five and a half pound bullet and it
2: didn't, move didn't it. really
1: do anything no seismic activity recorded just created a crater
0: so, Japanese, the Japanese are out there shooting asteroids. So, I, that, I was going to ask. So, this is an asteroid in space that they are in a spaceship shooting.
1: Yeah. They, they think this particular asteroid has the threat of coming very, very close and maybe even yeah, hitting Earth atmosphere. in like 2068. But it's one of those like where Elon Musk, like they did his math and then like all the stuff. And like the people are like, it has a high percentage relative compared to other asteroids. Like it's still. It's not zero, but it's still really low. Okay. Of hitting. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. It's so, like a one percent chance. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. But they're like will flay to that one yeah. percent. <laughs> because apparently the sun's radiation that it pushes off in space, with obviously space being a vacuum with no wind and all that, the radiation itself is moving these asteroids and changing their flight path. Okay. So they're doing like this simulations. So is it like? High-level math that I can't even think of trying to comprehend. Calculus, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of calculus. Yeah. And they're they're figuring <laughs> out that this asteroid potentially Physics. could hit in 2068. And so they're doing all these weird tests, and they're just kind of like, we just... I mean, Grant's also only a five-and-a-half-pound
0: bullet, but...
2: I mean, five-and-a-half-pound isn't heavy to us,
0: yeah. I guess, per se, but like... So we can't nuke it. I, I don't know. Like There's a difference
1: between a five and a half pound bullet and a nuclear explosion. I'm, saying, like, I'm just saying, like, why
0: are we shooting, if we're really that worried about it, why are saying, we why shooting aren't we five, saying, five and a half pound bullets at it? Let's send something, let's let's blow it up.
1: I'll say, like, I'm, I'm, if I'm, you actually hit it with, like, a nuke, like, warhead. Not, not even a nuke. It's going to change its flight path. It has to change its flight path. Like, it's going to change it into a million little pieces. <laughs> I mean, what's the whole, like... I'm We're literally going we have- off like the movie Armageddon, where they send the drilling team up there and they drill into the asteroid. Oh yeah, put yeah. The nuke in and just leave. Yeah, I mean that's I'm, I'm okay what with that. that, that. Was yeah, that Bruce Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis threw one for the team. <laughs> RIP, Bruce Willis. His character in no, that movie. That was a good movie.
2: That yeah, was. But opinion. but was. my like, do we not have ICBMs that could reach?
1: To oh, that? the U.S. Navy has shot a satellite out of orbit. That's we can saying. do stuff like, from a floating boat in the middle of the ocean. Like, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we have we, stuff
0: that can get up there. Is, we, like,
1: is the asteroid
0: moving too fast compared to a satellite?
1: It is moving faster, but it's also to the no. point where I feel like they have the. Turning they know system. the path. They've okay. got yeah, such yeah, a right. long path tr- like charted so, out. They're like, okay, if we shoot now. It'll hit tomorrow morning. You know some of those things. Like, okay. They know it's coming. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So uh, if we really wanted to, could we not just hit it with a rocket that's not a nuke? <laughs> True. And just like what if we just hit it with the, it. like the tomahawk that they have on the navy boats now? Like this, yeah. you know, it's a it's a big missile, it's probably it's, you know, like eight feet long, but it's not a nuclear missile. But just, that rocket propelling itself into that asteroid and exploding. Yeah. You it think, should it's gotta change its trajectory. You it would has think. to. I'm I not say, a physicist or anything like how, that, but it's what what what
2: do you happen to have an idea of what kind of explosive? So on the or- normal
1: on the normal tomahawk it's just just a normal explosive like um like compared to the tnt stuff like that like but like it's not TNT, five pounds but, 10 pounds of expl- like oh what? i have no idea okay but I mean stuff that can take you know cause you know probably within like a hundred feet of it, its fatal you know stuff yeah. like that they can but overpack it I say but I guess there's also what is it the bunku busters where they yeah. hit
2: into it and then explode yeah like, like well the, put- na-
1: the navy's also got the railgun where it shoots a... Uh, Tungsten metal blob at like I think four times the speed of sound. Yeah, we and can go 60 miles and like this little it's so almost it, the size of a football will take down a whole building. Like the kinetic energy is just so could so, large.
2: That this so, so yeah. it's
0: it's not the laser one that's in transformers. No. So but they, they do have a laser weapon. We've got a laser weapon and a rail gun. No, we do have those. Okay, so we so could is, take out a transformer if needed.
1: And I mean like the with Autobot. the laser, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> so you're telling me a tungsten. Football, Box. essentially, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't take out Optimus Prime <laughs> if you shot him. It in would noggin. Listen, it honestly, would, it's it would hurt. A question. Like if we if we
1: if we put this railgun in space, like on a satellite or on the space station, because it uses magnetic power and uh, explosive propulsion, so yeah. it has to be in some sort of low orbit where explosives still have enough force generated. But that tungsten rod going seven, you know, four times the speed of sound with the kinetic energy it has, it hits that asteroid. That asteroid's not gonna just shrug that bitch off. You wouldn't think. No.
0: It's gonna get it spinning in space. It's just gonna tip it and just <laughs> it, comes, and it becomes, becomes. calculate and they just
1: hit the edge of it. All of a sudden we just turn that fat we turn it into like a two-seam fastball, and that thing's now carrying a little bit to the left. <laughs> oh. it, it increased the odds of hitting in 2068 to, to like 10%, they are like bullshit. <laughs> Hit it again. Yeah. <laughs> we miscalculated. We
0: we're just... going to hit it
1: 10 more times. We're eventually it's going to come closer to Earth, closer to Earth, and it's just going to go by on the other side now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, we're, we're done for the day. It's up to 55%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're right. going to take our chances on this one. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All
0: right. So is this... Y'all
1: ready? Is this the moment of truth? This, See, I thought yeah. these cheese slices were slices. I didn't... When I went and grabbed the beer
0: at the fridge, I realized it was a block of cheese. Yeah, it's a block of cheese. But so I cut... I, so what I made you... I slices for that. I looked at it and I was like, you know... Where'd you get this? Aldi's? I guess. It's either Aldi's or Walmart. I can't remember which one it was. But what that has to be Aldi's? There's no way Walmart's carrying but something what, like that. what made you want to buy this? I was getting the Gouda slices... I think, and uh, it just and, happened to be there, and it was there, and I was like, mm. I was like, you know, we haven't really done anything food related lately. This would probably be a good thing to do. Okay, everybody. Uh, oh, Chris is going in. He yeah, didn't even, We didn't even do a
1: countdown. Yeah.
2: So he just grabbed it and took a bite. Small pepper flakes.
0: Okay. Oh, it's kicking off a bat. <laughs> you get one of them. Pe- you get. Mm-hmm. You get one of them red peppers in there, and.
1: I think my first bite—I literally chomped like on a red pepper on the side of my mouth, It's sitting on the tongue. Well, yeah, this might clear up your sinuses. This will clear up some sinuses. This
0: is, yeah, it's it's warm. It's warm. Oh, all right. No, it's burning. Yeah. All right. I swallowed that one, and that one kind of caught my throat. It's warm, but what it's do you not... mean swallow that? What'd you do with the other ones? <laughs> I, well, when I swallowed it, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't really warm you. This is good. This is good. This needs to be on a charcuterie. All right, this is warming up even more. My mouth is starting to get moist. So this, <laughs> like, you saying this could be on a charcuterie board? Uh, charcuterie? This, this should be on a charcuterie board. Charcuti. <laughs> right, I don't know. Uh, it's not the hottest
1: thing I've ever had. No, I don't know. But if it's I definitely just, not your normal pepper jack. This is not pepper jack. no. I don't know if I just got a mild piece, but that.
2: Is it, get your go for it again, man. It, get that
1: one right there. It's yeah. Bite into those
0: red pepper flakes right there. Yeah. That this one. this one looks like your one.
1: Yeah. Go, yeah, go that in. There. There you yeah. go. Chew that bad boy up. I'll go ahead and get this one. Yeah. I cut more if we need. Do we have milk on standby? We have a half a gallon, yeah. Okay. I got some heavy it's, cranks,
2: so, too. It's 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 got a good amount of heat, but it's nothing overbearing. And I think maybe because it is cheese. Like just the like the mildness of cheese helps. You don't want that, I promise. <laughs> Captain was wanting to go for that cheese, bud. Yeah, I think be. I think it helps,
0: you know, mellow out Brings some down, of that. Yeah, yeah, mellow out some of that heat. Yeah, it's not unbearable. Like it's not unbearable, not at all. But you're right. I mean, it is hotter than pepper jack. Like I kind of it's hot do- enough to where you're like that's. If You're you not expecting expect, that from no. cheese. You're not no, no, expecting you that from cheese at all. Expecting that on a on a sandwich or something? No, nah. oh, that would that. blindside <laughs> you. I would melt a big old wedge of this on your burger and just see what happens. <laughs> all right. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it'd be like I think
1: I think it would be like the whoa. That's what, like what, you what know was like was at Chick fil A and yeah. get the spicy deluxe and they put pepper jack on it. If like you did that for somebody at home and you just put this cheese on top of it, yeah, they would honestly be like that plus the spicy chicken. They'd be like, this is this is too much. Almost got some heat. Yeah, it's so that good. wasn't
2: but that wasn't overbear like overbearing. If you
1: did if you did like a good like a thick slice of cheese, I mean I could put that on a like on a trisket and I'd be happy with it. But if yeah. you did like a thick slice of cheese on a on a burger or sandwich, I would almost want to say don't put any other spices on it. No, I think this cheese brings just enough heat. You don't oh need yeah. to have it on a buffalo chicken. Just Correct. do like normal chicken or a normal burger, like don't have any other spice involved. This is gonna bring it for you. Yeah, you don't need to do a jalapeno papu stuff with this.
0: <laughs> no, nah, nah.
1: It has got a good comment. Put on a bacon burger. That'd
0: be good. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just doing that because you know I can't eat shit like that no more. I mean, you can. <laughs> yeah, but like once, his doctor told him once, not to. Once a week, twice a month. Like, yeah, it's 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 rough. it's rough. It's rough. I eat bacon all the time. I will die before I will give up bacon. But um, but I have I haven't had a burger. I don't think I've had a burger since then. So, so almost it's your a month doctor visit. Yeah, almost a month. So good for you. Yeah, a lot of ground turkey. <laughs> Imagine if you made this into a grilled cheese. Oh, daddy. Yeah. Ooh, mm. I can keep behind that. Like a good tomato bisque soup too. Like in there in the winter, we'll do that after the episode. <laughs> what grilled cheese? I got butter. I got, butter, yeah. I got it, some Gouda. I got some Swiss. Some American. Just throw it all together. In a nice <laughs> little grilled cheese. Like <laughs> my, my tongue is. It's, I say
1: burning because it's just, it essentially is burning. It's,
2: it's hot. Yeah. But
1: it's not the spiciest thing I've ever been into. No, no. It's, it's, I mean, I've had, a, this is like if you had like a, an extreme wing sauce, what I'm feeling is about like two wings in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's at that point. You're about two wings in of an they, extreme
0: sauce. They hand you six and they're like, all right, get through it. And you're like, all right, crush the first one. Didn't even phase me. Feel it on second the second one. Here we are. All right, starting to yeah. warm my mouth, roof of my mouth, you, you, my once
1: tongue. Once your mouth gets that double dose, you're like, okay, this is hot. This is where I'm at right now. So, yeah. All
2: right, yes. All right, then. If you get, if you were given a six wing challenge like that, what's your what's your
1: strategy to? It? Are you just gonna try and eat them as quick as you can? Yeah. On if I had to actually go into a challenge like that, I think I would I would debone every wing and then just eat everything and literally just throw it in my mouth and almost basically just swallow, take the indigestion. <laughs> not even gonna try to chew the chicken. I'll chew the chicken up to the point I can swallow it, but I'm not doing any extra. That's what no, I'm, that's I'm swallowing that, sucker. I think that was gonna be my approach. Was I was gonna
2: like they talk about doing the uh, with I guess with the legs you can just kind of eat them, but with like the flats, try to push it all down to one end and you just
0: yeah lollipop it off. Well, that's yeah. like
1: when I, when I eat my flats, I take the two bones and I'll I'll disconnect twist? them from each other on the end, and I'll do the twist and pull of one bone, twist and pull of one the second bone, and get it all out. I would literally do that with all the flats and just have them literally sitting on a plate, just prepped and ready to go. But yeah, I mean, like you said, there's meet. only six. And if, if they gave you ranch, I would put as much ranch as I possibly was allowed. lot. Well,
2: I'd say – They didn't just swallow this stuff, dude. Because I guess my, my thing is I, I would think in a wing challenge like that, like you're there for the sauce. So they, I wouldn't expect them to give you ranch. True. So
1: I would expect them to be – I wonder if like somebody would get mad that like you did that. You deboned everything, had it in chunks, and just like – Took it like a champ and just swallowed all those pieces whole real quick and was done in within essentially ten minutes. That's what, yeah. I'm I like, mean, would they be pissed at you? Because do you? I mean, I, your throat's gonna burn, but it's not. I, I, it can't be as bad as it would be if you chewed tried, it up.
2: Tried to eat every end of it. Yeah, that's what I would. do. I mean, I would try to debone or like shred it
1: off and literally just have it ready in, like an in pile just to start and throwing then, it back and then
2: just be like, all right, take a yeah, pretty much yeah. take a
1: pinch of it at a time and go with it. They exactly. can't. It can't. The spice can't misbuild as much as it would if you were to sit there and actually chew that chicken wing up. You wouldn't think. <laughs> and Chris, Chris broke out that of that freaking animals. D- animals over here.
2: <laughs> hey man, gotta go, get my daily yogurt in. Got that gut gut man. <laughs> I talking, I about actually, <laughs> talking about spicy. Talking about spicy he's like no, it'd be good. D- animals.
0: Danimals. Danimals. <laughs> Get so you I have, a
1: probiotic, man. I do, help.
0: <laughs> I do. I have. I have something called a Good Belly shot. That's actually for any of those out there that are struggling with needing good bacteria in your body or, or good gut health, as Adam would call it. Good Belly shots. They're a little expensive. They're like three dollars for the four pack. But they are basically like a. They come in the same containers that you would get like a normal yogurt, like a a like a. I'm trying to think about what. Like a yo play. Yeah, like a yo play or uh, or whatever the green ones are, but. They I mean, are, they're literally lemon drop liquid shots with bacteria in them, or the good bacteria in them. And you just shake it up, pop the top, gone. And it's all you need for the day. So just a little, little, quick, little, quick and little easy. free, yeah, a little free ad for them there. But uh, yeah, needed needed to crush the Danables before we uh, got into the second beer. So I thought before we get into the second beer, because I know the men's tournament is probably going to be our final topic and our long topic for the night, the Women, have y'all followed the stuff that Don Staley and women's athletics have kind of? Made? I mean, what a, they're
1: pissed about? Yes, about yeah. the weight
0: room situation.
1: It's no, not it's also it's, not just it's that, the weight but room, like, they, but, um, but what, like what's gotten me is like a simple thing of like the, the women's tournaments also being played at Texas right now. They've they haven't changed the stadium at all. They haven't changed the court floor like they have for the men's. They the weight room they just don't get the same coverage. Like it's it's clearly a there is a bias going on. Well,
2: what. I think my argument to this whole thing is, you're looking at a tournament where the men's tournament is almost what a on a normal basis brings in couple seven hundred and one million dollars. I would even. say I would say several million dollars, where the women's tournament might bring in a million two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: that's that's the that's the total value for TV revenue. The and, so what, and, I mean, you and look everything tickets on a normal year. There's
1: the, it's the same thing like on Facebook. not I, around it's
0: like, it's like they've got LeBron James
1: compared to that other woman basketball star. Yeah, she, uh, uh, She's not, Sue Bird. She's, she's won the same amount of championships. She's won the same amount. Like all they listed all the stuff that they're tied in. Yeah, and it showed their contracts at the bottom, and it was like you know LeBron's getting all these millions, and she's getting like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Well, someone in the comments below actually went and broke it down. They're like NBA's yearly revenue. Yeah. They're like what percentage of that is LeBron James getting paid? And it was like 0.034 or something like that. And then they broke down the woman's. they're like the WNBA's revenue significantly lower than the NBA. Yeah. And they broke down what she was getting paid of that. It was almost the exact same percentage as LeBron James. People like and it, it's it's not the fact that I do think this, and there's a good bit of women's sports out there where women just don't get the same fair treatment. But people also have to analyze because logistically, they can't pay these players all this money because the league itself doesn't, doesn't make, make that the money. money. Exactly. And it's not because they can't. Clearly, people just don't support it. They don't, people no, don't watch the WNBA. Nobody, nobody buys I wa- the jerseys. I watched, yeah.
2: I watched a the South Carolina Oregon State game earlier. This girl pulled up from the free throw line and threw some kind of middle school shot up, airballed it. Completely, like, wasn't even close. Granted, it happens in men's basketball. Yeah. But, like, that happens on a regular basis in women's basketball. Like, you'll see just, for whatever reason, the excitement point to the game is not quite there as it is in the men's. And Shaq had this same thing. Uh, I think he talked about it on NBA, whatever, on TNT that he's on. And I think it well, wasn't Brittany Griner, But there was some other – another female NBA yeah. star that was on there. And he brought up, well, what if we lowered the limb by, say, six X, inches? Yeah. You know, and made it nine and a half feet so they can dunk versus trying to make them dunk at 10 foot. Now, all of a sudden, you got women who can – if you're able, can throw down at nine foot, nine and a half feet. And if you can create that same level of excitement where I can on a fast break, just see a woman just windmill it and just yam it. Yeah. Awesome. I would love to see that. Oh yeah. I'd watch, it,
1: I'd watch women just but, slam at home more than I would men. Cause honestly it'd just be more exciting. Yeah. But at
2: 10 foot when only like six people in the entire league can actually jump and everybody else is getting limb checked and everybody else is just laying. That's no fun to watch Sometimes, Like, yeah, I can see that at, my local YMCA, Roger, who's been, you know, 73 out there, still can freaking do a finger roll. Yeah. Like, I can see that, you know. So, I mean, the whole point is the the fans, you
1: have to want to You've go. you got to see. bring in the fan support because the fans are going to make the league the money. Exactly. That's, like I, it's you, The uh, same conversation I had, like, when I used to work out there at the Firefly Stadium, there was one guy that was like, well, it was a long, long conversation we got into, and he brought an example. He, he thought he had a valid point, so he was like, well, it's just like the MLB. They pay these these single-A players. He didn't even know what the league was called. He's like, they pay these guys here, you know. $30,000. They years? were like, they, 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 those guys make less money than we make in this building, but the league itself was so rich, and I was like, I had to break down. I was like, no, no, the, the league in itself, yes, is rich, but when you break down these single-A players, the single-A league itself, Makes nothing very poor. Yeah, and I was like, you can't expect the MLB that has you know Bryce Harper and all these guys making all this money for the major leagues, actual the show, to take that money and then split okay. it up between all the leagues below. Yeah. That's just not how it's going to work. And if I feel like a lot of these issues would be solved if people just got behind the support of women's yeah. league. Like you you, could, you, just, have, you you have, you have to, to go to the games. You have to buy the gear, buy the tickets. You have exactly, to, and you has got to put the money into the league. The money can't just come out of the thin blue air. Yeah, so I mean, you. But granted,
2: like now the whole weight room situation, there's no reason why that couldn't. No, be that's screwed equal. up. But yeah, as far as pay, what you know, and like the same thing, um, a guy broke it down on TikTok too, kind of showed this is what the NBA makes, and what is it a 14 or a 15 man roster on a 15 man roster in the NBA, and what is it 12 in the WNBA, something oh, like that, probably rather, right there, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're you're looking at paying in total.
0: Was it 15 times? Was it 30 teams or 32 teams? There's 30 NBA teams. I'm not sure how many WNBA teams there are. But this is, I mean, we had the conversation the other day about how the MLB and NFL players are mad that they're not getting the kind of contracts the NBA is. What we talked about is a CBA. It's the great job by the NBA Players Association to negotiate 51% of the year in revenue. It's a little bit of a gamble. But it is a great job of the negotiations.
1: The, without the players, you wouldn't be making all that money. It's,
0: exactly. So without, they, under, they understand those
1: players and those games make most of the money, so put the money back into the players. So, correct,
2: but at the same time, you have – again, I think it all does start, though, kind of with the fans, and you got to show interest in that oh, sport. Definitely, yeah. You've got to get the so, fans I mean, to show if, up. If it – same thing in f- women's soccer, they want to complain about the nat- the women's national team not making as much – same the thing. World,
0: the World Cup simply don't. I mean, the, yeah, the men's it, World Cup. I hate to say it, makes, bring brings in way, 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 way more money than the women's World Cup does. Yeah,
2: but and it's not. And because,
0: that's
2: not right. Like, I, I, you know, I, yeah, no, it's it's not. It's not. I like, but you just got to show as a fan, you got to be able to show up and support more than once every four years.
1: Yeah, I, the WNBA My, could be an equal earner as the NBA if the same people that was interested in the NBA. Show the same same interest interest in the WWE. Not
0: even just that, though. Not even just that. So that's kind of like I'm in the middle, and I don't mean to be in the middle or want to be in the middle, but I am in the middle between what you are saying and what Don Staley is saying. Because there are simple things that Mark Emeritt and the NCAA could have – like there should be – there's no excuse to that weight room shouldn't be set up correctly. Like, there's no Agreed. excuse that it is not the same thing as the men's. Agreed. I don't care how much revenue difference there is. You still made $202 million off the 2019 women's tournament. You got enough money to set up a decent weight room for them. Don Saley made a point about the NCAA March Madness, the official Twitter handle of March Madness, where you can find <laughs> all the updates and all the plays and all the stuff. And in the Twitter header, it says the home of NCAA men's basketball tournament. Like, it's still showing and sharing women's basketball stuff. But they're not mentioned in the header. But it's not mentioned in the and that's that's ridiculous. That's so stupid. Like you're you're literally causing yourself an issue here. Why would you ever do that? It March Madness is both tournaments. There's some wild ass shit going on in the women's tournament. You and I were in a bar downtown watching Michigan or Mississippi State in the Final Four beat UConn on a buzzer beater. Yeah. They went on to play South Carolina and losing the national championship. Like we were interested no, like in that what, game.
1: BYU's women's team just won their won their game, and they're like apparently the first lower seed of that that low to so, pull an upset.
0: Yeah, I mean like
1: stuff like that's happening. Why so why is that not on ESPN? You know, eleven seed Oregon just it's on them. ESPN, but it's on it's on there for like what five eight seconds. They'll cover the game, little highlights, and they'll just roll past it. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, the it eleven seed or
0: eleven seed Oregon just upset a number four seed in the women's tournament. I mean. it's – there's March Madness going on in both tournaments, and there needs to be equal respect to that. Yeah. Now you're talking about changing of the floor. That takes a lot of manpower. That takes a lot of resources, and that takes a lot of money. Oh no, I was going to say that just that,
1: the logist That goes into logistics of they don't they don't get the money in revenue for the women's tournament to go yeah. in and actually justify. Hey, we're yeah. going to buy a whole new court that's going to be used for these two weeks. Yeah. Th- only this year. Yeah. Like the, it just doesn't make sense for them to go out and pay for all that. Yeah. It, but they can do that in the men's because. The fan supports there to feed the money into the tournament.
0: Yeah, and that's a that's a. I mean, it's tough to say. Like, I hate. First of all, I hate to agree with the NCA on a lot of things. I really, really do. Just, just personally, but I I can understand where Mark Emmert and the NTA could say, Hey, we can't afford to do this every single game because there's just not enough draw to it. And it doesn't have to be to to your point. It doesn't have to be the same people that you know are should become fans of the WNBA that are fans of the NBA. Right, it's, it's the same thing. It shouldn't be have to be all of the same people that love the NCAA men's tournament to become fans of the NCAA women's tournament. But if, yeah. but if I took
2: a- just thirty percent of the men's fans and said, "All right, I'm also going to be a a fan of the women's tournament," that's got to be another
0: hundred million in profits, right there. Oh yeah, you, oh, would, yeah. Th- you would think. Certainly, but I mean. I hate to say it the way I'm going to say it, but women, you need to support the women's tournament, right? Whether you're a fan of sports or not, if you want to call out justice for it, you want to call out equality for it, you need to be. Wa- it's as simple as literally turning your TV on and just letting putting the game on, just let it right? play. That is gross revenue for the NCAA tournament, right? Yeah, because you, you get
1: an X amount of viewership for the commercials, and those commercials because, don't now have to start paying more exactly to get on
2: the tournament. Right so exactly. It it was on before we walked in here to
0: so I've been it, I've been watching all these games. And it's still on. It's still on. I still have the NCAA the other, women's tournament. The other on day
1: right it was what they had maybe like two men's games, but the whole day was full of women's tournament. Yeah. I literally just had that on my TV, just chilling, running That's all the time. I was like, yeah. it's it's sports. Why not watch That's
2: it? That's what I'm saying. Like you don't have to like sit down and be engrossed for every what and like minutes? like I
1: said like you gotta put money in the league, like it's as simple as you don't have to actually put money in the league, you just turn it
0: on, follow it, actually show involvement. Yeah, yeah. Make the viewership higher, which gives them the opportunity to charge more for the commercials, like you said. Charge, charge the, more for sponsorship, charge the TV stuff. channels more to be you know the people that are hosting it. I mean, that is as simple as it gets for helping grow things like this, right? So it it's I mean. I agree with Don Staley. I personally don't like the fact of some of the things that the NCAA are holding that I think are easy, easy, easy changes. And I don't ever, I don't want it to ever be what it is right now. Like, I want the women's tournament to be just as important as the men's tournament. I want people, think about how many, I want to look up the brackets. I want to look up how many men's tournament brackets.
2: 14.7 million were submitted through ESPN alone.
0: Yeah. I I want to look up how How many, many women's brackets. Exactly. Right? I'm sure because he got figure it, it out. Because real there's, quick. Got, to be, there's oh, got to be that kind of interest. There's got I to be that kind of draw. This,
2: I know mom's got a couple women's brackets, but she had four women's brackets to where she had 10 men's brackets. Yeah. and, and, I, mom, and But mom loves March Madness. Mm-hmm. Both sides of Your it.
1: Your mom's always been a huge basketball fan. Yeah. She really she has. has.
2: So she, I mean, she enjoys watching basketball on both sides of it. But right there, you already got six more in the in the men's tournament brackets than you did in the women's
0: yeah so that's just my thing i love don staley don staley is a you know very very big activist for a lot of things and i think she's got a lot of great points with a lot of things but for me personally if you're going to be somebody that's going to complain to me about the differences right not not don staley but just as a normal human being a normal fan a normal person at home if you're going to be somebody that's going to sit here and try and fight for the for the you know equality of both of these tournaments and both of these leagues you have got to also be the point that is pushing for viewership pushing for gross market like gross revenue. Yeah. You've got to help them have the money to come to that same level and that's exactly what it is. I mean that's what it's always going to be about. So that, was my, that was my little rant. I was fired up about but that. It
1: really is just something that's just as simple as turning on the TV. It is. It's 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 submit as simple a, as that. submit go go submit tournament brackets. Like you don't have to be right, but just show that people are interested in the tournament. Exactly.
0: And I'm fired up about this because I actually personally had to help the women's basketball team raise money when I worked at USC in the athletic department. So it, it hits a little bit home for me because we did have our 30k and 30 day drive. That I all to I'm gonna say
1: of. is like I can't even find stats on how many women's tournament brackets were submitted. Yeah. But you can figure out the men's in, yeah, the blink in a, of in a blink of an eye, right? Yeah.
2: But I the only the only reason I knew that stat off the top of my head though was because you had a 15 seed in Oral Roberts beat Ohio State, and it busted what like 90%? 90 percent, 95 percent of all brackets submitted in ESPN. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> selected Ohio State to win, and it was just under 14 million brackets had Ohio by State. by
0: what round two? There was no brackets left. that were perfect nothing after the first after the fr- yeah after the round of 64. There was or maybe it was after the first day. It was, sorry, it was the first day after the first half of the round of sixty-four. One hundred and eight brackets were left perfect. Jeez, yes. On ESPN, on ESPN. So but, I don't know what else. But you uh, got you, you also.
2: I got to think. Going into that, you have. I mean, you probably have guys that run algorithms on like Excel and everything that just
1: spit out these games. Yeah. And hell, sometimes it's just something simple as like people will literally go through and they'll pick which mascot they think can beat the other mascot and those those people will beat the little, you know, like neighborhood tournament challenge or whatever. Yeah. But you like have it's just, it could be just it's luck of the draw or like you said these guys they are literally just they're analyzing the data just as, to the most minuscule point but, they possibly can. Yeah.
2: But then you know, so you could easily go from a you know, you might make one bracket where, you know, yep, I'm picking Ohio State by the analytics. Follow the same analytics, but then pick opposite because why not? Or, you know, like, I guess, like, pick a 15 seed because it was close. Because they have – well, didn't they – was it the uh, nation's leading scorer on Oral Roberts averaged at, like, 25 points a game, 24? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I didn't know that picking or you know. I didn't know he was the nation's leading scorer. But at the same time, one player is not going to make the team. So, I just assumed –
1: but it's also one of those things where, like, yeah, he's the top scorer, but what defenses has he been going up against? You know, exactly. So that's the logic in your mind. Like, oh, he hasn't been playing, you know, top-tier talent like Ohio State has or the SEC, ACC just, teams have been just playing. Just any Power 5 yeah. school you would think is going to play stronger defense than that. Yeah, But, but well, hell, Oral Roberts came out and just shocked the world. Still, or, still alive, baby. Yeah, they better beat Arkansas. I need them. No, I, I need it, all. Hey, I got I, got.
0: I got them in the final four, yeah. man. And they, they do a Sweet Sixteen, which there. I think is the
1: second time in school history. I think. I,
0: no are, wait, no. Are I think they, they the Are they the deepest 15 seed ever? No, made Florida 16? Gulf Coast. Florida that, Gulf we, Coast. They tied, tied. So they're second. The well,
1: so no. This is their. This is the school's first Sweet Sixteen. They're yes. the second 15, 15 seed, seed to, to go there. I was thinking of Loyola Chicago. This is the second time they've made a deep run like this.
0: Yeah, this second time they're in the Sweet Sixteen. They made the Final Four a couple years ago. So did y'all see the little like
1: um. What's the, was what's the Elite, Elite Eight or Final Four? The they made the Final Four. What is the freaking nun that they're carrying around? Sister oh, Jean. Sister Jean. Sister Jean she's have you seen one? Have you seen the thing about where she, uh, the prayer she said? And Pat McAfee was like, it's kind of hard to go against Sister Jean and the big man upstairs when she's saying <laughs> something like this. Like, For real, though. He was no. like, that's a combo from hell that we all somehow forgot about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. I knew, like Chris said it before, like they made brackets or before we made brackets and I was like, all right, I I got them winning
0: I had them win in one game.
2: Yeah, I had them yeah. win at
0: least Georgia Well Tech. depending
2: on what bracket I had. I have three. One bracket I took oh, I forgot who they played now. Georgia Tech know. was the first game. Yeah, right. So I took second. Georgia Tech in one bracket. Now I took them in the other, but I had them losing to Illinois in the you know I had them yeah I
0: had them or Georgia Tech losing to Illinois in, in all my of brackets the- except for one. The one that's at the bottom I had Georgia Tech beating Illinois. This is, this is the... So did you see
2: what I think
1: we're... I'm in second. I'm in first. Yeah.
0: And in third. Well, yeah. I didn't get on any
1: brackets because I knew this shit was going to happen this year. This is going to be the COVID tournament is what they're going to call it. I have an upset. It's going to be teams that... So is that third there was, there was a no There was a no contest game this tournament, wasn't there already? There was. There was, there was, there was v- one no so contest. VCU. VCU.
0: Because VCU actually had a guy test positive on Sunday when they arrived. And then they were like, okay, well, if nobody else tests positive, we could just quarantine this guy. You got the whole rest of the week to get good. And then it was like, nobody on Monday, somebody on Tuesday, somebody on Wednesday, somebody on Thursday, and then somebody on Saturday. So they ended up with five guys that tested positive. They're like, nope, you're not playing. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, who did VCU? Oregon. Well, okay. Oregon moved on. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this is what Pat McAfee shared. It was an excerpt from the prayer for the the second game, I think. No, the first game when they beat Illinois. So this That'd is, been the, this is the, that would've been the second game. Yeah, second game. Was it second game? Yeah, okay. their Illinois, first yeah. game was against Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. That's right. Okay. Well, this is the excerpt from the prayer. This is Sister Jean's little conversation with God about the game. It says, "As we play the Fighting Illini, we ask Illinois, Illinois, or whatever. Yeah, Illinois, Illinois, Illini, or whatever. How? Whatever. <laughs> Just fuck. Say Illinois. As we play the Fighting Illinois, we fight, or no, we ask for special help to overcome this team, get a great win." We hope to score early and make our opponents nervous. We have a great opportunity to convert rebounds as this team makes about 50% of layups and 30% of its three points. Our defense can take care of that with the rebounds. And Pat McVie goes on, wonder if God was just like, you know what, with that statistical breakdown, you're right, Sister Jean. Let's, let's, let's get you the dumb. <laughs> like, I say what? No, She broke you? down the stats where God was like, hey man, they missing 50% of their little two-pointers, 30% from outside the arch. Like, we can get these rebounds. I said, well, did
2: you see the like uh who did they compare him to? Oh, um Farva from Oh, Farva? That's from have the super you, troopers? Yeah, yeah. But have you seen the guy that they're comparing to Farva as far as looks wise? No,
1: is he far- on the loyal to
0: Chicago Yes, team?
2: he's a thick white boy with handle. <laughs> he's got that must- little mu-
0: handlebar mustache. Yes. Bro, Which- there's a lot of those mustaches going on the Gonzaga- right. Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's guy, guy, Arkansas or no, not Arkansas. Who is it? Uh, was it Houston? Houston's got a guy like that. I
2: don't know, but I know Chicago. Uh, Loyola does, and Gonzaga. Gonzaga's got a nice, like that looks. Yeah. yeah, he's got a good cop mustache. Yes, he does. Yes, he does.
0: But like, he, like, he, in his in the off season, he wears aviators. For, All right. Y'all ready for some wild stats? All right. So you did mention this was the upset year. You are correct. This is the highest average seed for a Sweet Sixteen in the history of the tournament. The average seed. It's like a six is almost six. It's five six six. That's the it's the highest average of a seed for the Sweet Sixteen, right? This so, year, this year, Yep. This is the upset year, and uh there has been more lower like l- l- higher seed. I guess the I guess you'd call it higher seeds. There's mm-hmm. been more higher seed beat lower seed. Yeah, that that's guy. Mustache Boy. Yeah, yeah that's Farva. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's forever. Forever. <laughs> There's 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 uh how do, I got to try to figure out, how to say this right. There has been more of the 11 seed beat five seed, right? Or the higher seed beating the lower seed. Yes, yeah, yeah, so. this year than ever in the NCAA tournament as well. So
1: it's always, we've all we were saying the other day, what's well, what's well, always the seven and ten? No, it's always 12, the 12, five, 12, five, or five is always Oregon, an upset. State, Tennessee. 12, five is always an upset. See, I, I was going with the Georgetown. There's gonna be I at least
0: two. I was too. Georgetown. You five.
1: can almost guarantee one five seed is not making it past the first round. Correct. Yeah. You, just gotta you almost right be comfortable one. enough saying two of them aren't going to make it. Yeah,
0: that lately there has been the the thirteen uh, on four has uh, been. Uh-huh. You Saw the Ohio the Virginia. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Ohio Virginia was the oh yeah, and the eleven sixth the play in games that I was telling Devin before the tournament. Three straight years that the tournament has happened, a play in eleven seed has beaten six seed, and it was UCLA. I say I took well. I took Michigan State just because <laughs> Tom Tom Izzo <laughs> makes the tournament and doesn't lose in the ground one. I, I said the same thing about Syracuse. I told Devin I was like Syracuse always wins the first game. Like I don't know how Syracuse ended up being an eleven seed. I guess the ACC was just that good this year. But well, shoot, Clemson finished up as a seven seed. Yeah, and Syracuse was an eleven seed. Like yeah. how did that happen? Well,
2: you had Virginia as a four. Well, Tech like- is a nine. If I'll you go, was back, 10, was 7, go back, yeah.
1: go back, to the, the, the stats I sent you guys a couple days ago. Go back to 2014. The championship game was number seven UConn versus number eight Kentucky. Yeah, and UConn won because they yeah. had Kimball
0: Walker. <laughs> like, just think about that. Like yeah. that year, you have got a
1: seven and an eight seed in the championship. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I, see, I mean, see, I'm telling you right now, Syracuse making a hot run, boy. They don't beat West Syracuse West. is going to go deep, big orange. They, they can beat Houston, and then who's the other one on the other side? They could beat. Syracuse is an 11 seed could be in the final four because they got Oregon State and Loyola on the other side.
1: Oh, but, well, Let's yeah, see where the deepest yeah, they, in 11 seeds ever gone. Because they come. Yeah. Well, it, they, was
0: lo- it was Loyola making the final four a couple years ago, wasn't it? Because uh, Loyola was. There has been
1: four 11 seeds that reached the final four. You're right. Loyola Chicago in 2018, VCU in 2011, George Mason back in 2006, and then LSU in 86. Who was the. Uh-
2: is that Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, who was it? What year did Mount St. Mary either win? It was like 1990.
0: Remember, um, Mount St. Mary. Yeah, they won. I think they won two games. I think they made the Sweet 16.
2: But as like a 14 seed or something like that. It was yeah. something wild.
0: Yeah.
1: it was pretty There's wild. been a 14 seed in the Sweet 16 two times. Who, who was it? Just look up Mount St. There was Chattanooga in 97 and then Cleveland State in 86. Okay. No,
0: that's too far back. That's too far back. I'm not seeing anything about Mount St. Mary on here. Adam will look it up. So, all right. The other, the other hot stat of the day. This, I thought this was pretty great. So, you know, typically, you know, the highest paid coaches are the ones that are paid to produce. They're usually at the biggest programs and things like that, right? How many of the top twenty highest paid coaches in men's college basketball are still standing in the Sweet Sixteen? Two.
2: Top paid, the highest paid coaches? Top 20. Top 20 of the highest paid coaches in college basketball.
0: Still standing in the Sweet 16. I said two. Mm,
2: I I don't know. I would think Jawan Howard's getting paid pretty well in Michigan. I would think he's a top 20 guy. I would think Baylor's coach is a top 20 guy. I would think... I would think maybe the USC coach is probably getting no. You you haven't actually named
1: any of them yet. Nope. Dang. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the Baylor and that, the other one was just that was aggressive to think those guys are top twenty earners. Baylor's not one either. No, that's what I'm saying. The, that was the second guy he named was the Baylor head coach.
0: It's amazing because both of both of the t- coaches are on eleven seeds.
1: So it is only two.
0: It is only two. So it's just Syracuse and and UCLA. <laughs> I would say, I I, I figured UCLA. <laughs> no.
2: UCLA was my next guess. Yeah.
0: How many of the top 15 are like one. Are, are zero. zero, zero, zero of the top 15 highest paid coaches in college basketball are still sitting in the tournament. So where's, where's UCLA and where's... UCLA's at 15, Bayhams right at 20. So there's one. So there is one. Top 15.
1: One top 15. He's, he's,
0: 15. Sorry, it's top 14. It's top 14. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... UCLA's guys right at 15. That's pretty wild, isn't it? That's crazy. You, you think that you got to pay somebody That's so much That's making some money ADs for... rethink some contracts right yeah, there. That's what that boy. is. <laughs>
1: some people are on the hot seat for yeah. an extension.
0: It's it is it is pretty amazing how well the Pac-12 has has played. Like typically you Devin and I we called it fading a conference and we we were both like yeah the Pac-12 the Pac-12 never does anything in this in this tournament. 8 and 1 Eight and one in the NCAA men's tournament. There's one big, good team. for them. Big Ten was rated the best conference in basketball this year, and there's one team left, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just it's bad. It's it's bad. So, did you figure out your Mountain Saint Mary's stat I, over I there?
2: Can't, yeah, I can't remember what it was, but they had some kind of st- maybe like maybe it was like the most threes made in an NCAA tournament because Alabama because they it, it got bought up during the Alabama. oh they
0: were well they were playing Alabama that's why. I remember this now. They no, were, no.
2: Alabama was about to tie it or break it because they made like 23 threes in a game and Alabama was at like 21. It was just whoever Alabama just played.
0: It, well, Alabama just played literally oh, yesterday. Was, no, it's not Colorado. Alabama's in that bottom left. So it was, uh, was it Abilene Christian. No, God, no, because oh. they're about to play UCLA. Alabama played. Oh, uh, it was uh, Maryland, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Maryland. They just played Maryland, and they, yeah,
2: ninety six to seventy seven, and they own like twenty two threes or something like that, and they bout broke an NCAA record.
0: That doesn't surprise me. I'm telling you right now, Al- right. Alabama going to be another to go. Um,
2: talking about term, another record that was set this weekend. Um, what is the highest point differential? Of the tournament. Of the tournament.
0: Probably twenty points. I'm sure somebody lost by twenty points.
1: Uh, hmm. don't look it up. Don't look it up. Well, I, I'm gonna telling you, it's, it's got to be higher than twenty points, because well, I'm looking at the picture of like how far each seed's made it. When UNBC beat Virginia as yeah. a sixteen
0: to one, they beat them by twenty. That's not this year though. No, oh, I'm talking about He's talking ever. Oh, you're talking about ever oh, all time. Yeah, oh, probably 44. Somebody got somebody. Someone's head got gotten smacked. It's yeah. not. It's not quite that high. Okay, yeah.
1: I was about to say, there's got to be a game out there where somebody was just 30, like 30. Why the hell this? The other team was like, why the hell do we even show up? It's probably like a this, one on sixteen year. But
2: this years, years, this years, years, year though. this year though,
1: I'm, uh, tied for
2: second in the worst loss in NCAA history. or tournament
1: history. Who was I'm it, gonna but. say it's got to be like. 35. The worst loss is 35 points. Okay. Damn, I'm on the point with these you're little trivia really questions good. tonight. Yeah, you really good. USC <laughs>
0: just beat Kansas last night by 34. Oh. That was so bad, too, because I needed Kansas to advance. I needed Kansas. Dude, the, the Rutgers they game was, up, they was hard on, to watch. I texted you guys about when they, they lost. Was, when Rutgers lost to... Uh,
1: Clemson? No, they lost to Houston. Oh, Houston. Houston, yeah.
2: But, yeah, there was only one other game in which... um. The team, they, they tied for second. It beat, you know, 34 yeah. points is the winning margin. This is also the worst loss in Kansas school history under whatever coach that they have. Yeah. yeah, this is his worst loss. In, and I think even in tournament history for Kansas, this is their worst, worst losses.
1: It wasn't 34. an upset, though, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was, six, it was six, an upset. It was a six three. on three. A six, oh, three. A six it's on three. Not, it's not that, it's yeah. not that so much of an right. upset. So I was going to say, if it was an upset, but I mean, plus you got your you got spanked like that, your AD's wanting to see you the moment you get back on But Kansas. you just got beat like, by
2: 34. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing, like I watched part of that game. Nothing, Kansas couldn't throw a rock at the ground and hit it. No. <laughs> they no. really, like, if they. It was bad. It, anything they threw up around the rim just didn't go. I saw them, it's like three possessions back to back to back, I think. One guy shot a three. It rimmed out like 17 times. Shot out. One guy went for a layup at. Loop-de-loop out. You know, just nothing, I, I nothing revisit was falling the, for them.
1: The UMBC being the only 16 seed to top
0: a number one seed. And, and how, they, how did, did they, do they do it by 20? By 20? They're shooters. They're shoot- I, I said the same thing when Ohio played Virginia this year. I told people. They're I'm just I'm boys telling- that
1: shoot from the three-point?
0: Well, Virginia plays kind of that old-school Syracuse 3-2 defense where you really compact anything inside. You're not going to drive to the rim. You're not going to dish it down to a big guy and let him work one-on-one. So if, if you don't gonna, have you, shooters, you're not going to really win that if game. You, if you don't have shooters and you can't make threes, you don't make your free throws and stuff like that, you're like, you're not going to score points. And that's the same thing that Ohio beat Virginia with this year because they're a bunch of shooters, right? And the same thing that UMC, I mean, those guys were just draining threes on Virginia. And Virginia's not a team that scores more than 50 points a game. Like they're just that's how they're built. So um, did want to give a shout out to our listeners because we had a lot of people interact this weekend on our uh, poll question. Instagram sucks, by the way Uh, that we're not, we're not, we're not being cocky and just saying that Ohio and and whoever we're going to win. We just, yeah, you have to choose
1: a correct answer when you ask more than two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We have more than two options. You have to say one's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of interactions over, I think it was almost 40 people each time, you know, getting in on the votes there. So, and how about our listeners calling some freaking upsets? The leaders on both days ended up being. I say, I know. I remember I called the Syracuse one. I didn't pick
2: them in
1: my bracket, but I was like, of the. I had the. uh, I think I called the Texas losing one that. um It wasn't
0: Abilene Christian. You you called the. the oral was it was either Oral Roberts it was Oral or Abilene it was one of those two that I picked it had to be Oral then okay because I didn't put it up in time for the it wasn't the ra- the first round ones it was the second round it was the round of thirty two games because
2: like like you said
0: it was who did who did I think had the best odds Say- I two. thought Syracuse had the best odds of upsetting who but it ended up being three of the four it was Ohio it was Ohio ended up upsetting no it wasn't Ohio beating Creighton it was uh I can't remember what the first day was it was Oral Roberts. We put that up there. We put Syracuse up there. Um, we put UCLA up there. I can't. I can't remember all the rest. Oh, we put Oregon State up there. They call the Oregon State. Oh, then beat so, Oklahoma State. Uh, yeah. So it was. Uh, it was a great day for our listeners. They uh, are a great weekend for our listeners. They are really calling it. So I'll do it again this weekend. I'll go. I'll get that set up on Thursday and Friday as we head into the weekend for elite second eight. sets of games. Yeah, the elite eights. But
2: so I let. Do y'all have any predictions now on? what you can want to call
0: as an upset. I mean, I'm hoping Vin- uh, Villanova beats Baylor. Yeah, Give me a second. Cause I need it. Up. I need it for my bracket, but uh, while Alex is looking, I'm gonna go ahead and crack open the second beer. Cause I know it, we're running up on 10 o'clock. So uh, second beer is coming from Potter's craft cider. This is the mangosis revenge. I let Sydney pick out all beer, all f- six beers from Weco this past weekend. So, uh, we do have a cider involved. It's the Mangosis Revenge 16-ounce can. Um, zero sugar, zero carbs. Adam, you're going to love good, that. Good stuff. Gluten-free and a 4.5% alcohol by volume. You're looking at a uh, Goza-style slider with mangoes, coriander, sea salt. Apples, mango, pure puree with sea salt, coriander seed, Produced and packaged by Porter's Craft Ciders in Free Union, Virginia. So, so I guess pretty sweet can too.
2: Oh yeah, that that's the only reason I I picked it is it's like a backyard wrestling themed looking
1: can.
0: Can we talk about like Loyola lo-
1: and Oregon State's an eight and twelve matchup that we've got going on in the Sweet
0: mm-hmm. Sixteen? Look, look at that! bottom corner.
1: You got eight twelve with Loyola Oregon got State, Syracuse, and Houston, which is an 11-2. 11-2.
0: And Syracuse is going to And be you got useful. Oral
1: Roberts 15 versus a three.
0: Yeah, Oral Roberts got to put it on Arkansas, boy. No, I we need gotta Arkansas – We got to gotta have it. To take that one. I'll say this, though. If Arkansas and Baylor do end up meeting, I think that's going to be the game of the tournament. And who do uh, – I? if you think they – if they meet, who do you think wins? Baylor will. Okay. Baylor will. Because Arkan, Ar, while Arkansas is a really, really good defensive team, they're very scrappy. And i also say this, and I said it before on this weekend when I talked to Austin. Arkansas is getting Arkansas should have lost twice. Arkansas was down 13 to Colgate in the first round. All of a sudden some calls started happening in Arkansas's way. Arkansas has gotten the uh, all right, the opposing team that Arkansas has played so far in the tournament between the two games. They have combined for 49 fouls to Arkansas's 21. More than double. Like they said they're playing clean basketball. Uh, no. Nah. Mm. So I don't, I'm looking at these games. They're not, they're very, they're very scrappy. They're very tacky. They're just not getting called for right now. And they will run into a game where they run into an officiating set and they will start ringing up fouls for hand checks. I think
1: ball. there's only two games viable for an upset the 5 1. 5 1 Villanova Baylor. Oh and then Clayton got I don't think Clayton's gonna beat Gonzaga. Yeah, Creighton has no chance. Yeah, Clayton's not gonna beat Gonzaga. So Ohio just Ohio just didn't shoot. I well. do I do want to say Oral Roberts has a chance, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns. saying the two games they're gonna be an upset if if there will be upsets in this round is Villanova over Baylor, or as much as this is not really an upset, number seven Oregon top and number six USC. Yeah. I say another pack... Who did Who did USC play in the
0: Drake,
2: Pac twelve?
0: Oh, they played. They they didn't make it to the Pac twelve championship, but Oregon State won the Pac twelve. Oregon State. Okay. There's always one. I, I've kept. I've said this for years. There's always one team that goes and wins their tournament that stays hot when they come into the NCAA I say, tournament. You, it's what, it,
1: which team is it? The Sweet is doing it now. Oregon it's State? Oregon State. No, it's not Oregon State. It's another team that just they won it and. They, I think they may have lost last round, but that was the only reason they got here so far. Well, Oregon State literally was a 12
2: seed in the Pac-12 going into that tournament, won the tournament, and now they're
0: Sweet Six. No. Yeah, yeah they're Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Alabama won the SEC as well, and Illinois won the Big Ten. And
2: j- that, that photo of whatever the guy took where he was, like, sitting on the locker or the toilet, you know, with the big 10 trophy or whatever to like, we create like that Kobe picture or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, became a meme all of a sudden. They're like, how are you going to do like, went do this and then lose by 20 to
0: forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I was never a big believer in Illinois. So I tried to tried to voice my opinion of that, but I would say Syracuse over Houston, which is an 11 over a two. I agree with I agree with Alex. I think Oregon's going to beat Southern California, but that's you don't pro- like the Mobley brothers down there over at USC. I mean, that's great, but I just I mean Oregon, or Oregon has played very well all year, and the games that they have lost, they've lost close games. So um, I was not surprised to see Oregon beat Iowa. But I tell you this, I would not. I'm not calling it in any way, shape, or form, but I would not be surprised if UCLA beats Alabama. They are playing clean, crisp team basketball right now, and they look good. I, I
1: agree. I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama got knocked off, but I just don't. I, I don't see, think it's going to happen. I, I want to see Bama do well. I want to see wanna, Bama do well. I want to we... see him lose to Michigan, but I want to see Bama do well. <laughs> because
2: I, I I got them in brackets, yeah. but like I've, I've just thought from what I saw in the SEC tournament and a couple games I saw in the regular season, I thought they have played – Good basketball. They have, yeah. I I'll,
0: thought they have played really well, you know, all how, around basketball this year. How, how amazing is it when you make a coaching change? That Alabama went from fifteen and sixteen last year to like what are they twenty five and eight or something? Something this like year? that, yeah.
2: I mean, they are. They are. I think just, going into the tournament, yeah, they were like twenty two and six or something. You know, something we did. You know, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just an incredible one year turnaround for these guys, and they're playing just clean, clean basketball, but. I do want to ask y'all's opinion on what is since we have had so many upsets, what has been the worst upset of the entire tournament? What do you mean by worst? Like like what team has pulled off the greatest upset of the tournament so far? I think it's Illinois losing.
2: No, I think it's gotta be Old Wabuch beating Ohio State. Yeah, the way oh, you know, yeah, I think not, it's that way. Not,
0: not, don't look at it as just a seed either, though. Don't like, don't look at it from seed to seed, but look at it. From, well, I think you got a specific team that beat a specific team. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, but I think you got to look at it as a seed.
2: Like, clearly, ninety-five percent of America
0: said Ohio State should have won that game. Yeah, ninety-five percent of the America didn't realize Oral Roberts has only lost one game all year and is scoring ninety-two points a game either. But I mean, you got some people out there that do. We got 108 at least, <laughs> but I mean at the same like
2: Winthrop was the same thing. They've lost one game all year. Mm-hmm. That was a 12 five upset I picked yeah. over Nova. Yeah, and I mean it, it. Of course, it didn't happen, but that was a good team. They, those boys can shoot. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think. I mean, do if I would have done my research a little heavier, do I do I believe I would have picked? Oh, I would no. But I would have looked in and been like, "Oh, this! I think this could be a a lot closer game than I thought it was gonna be." Yeah, like I thought Ohio State
0: was just gonna, you know, kind of walk away with this one. How how about the Abilene Christian over Texas? Like you know, so the reason I say that one, for me personally, is because Abilene Christian is in Texas. It's a small, small, small Texas school. Way. Yeah, these kids, they're not they're getting passed up by Texas. They're getting passed up by Texas A and M, Texas Tech, Baylor. Uh, TCU. I mean, they're getting passed up by all of these schools. Rice, well, uh, but Houston. I was about to
2: say all those schools you just named before Houston and them were all Power Five schools. These guys are probably not Power Five talent.
0: No, but they just beat Texas in the tournament. <laughs> you know? I agree. mean, but that's-
2: but if you can get a group of five guys that, like buy into a system and buy into a ba- way of, of a basketball, way- yeah, basketball is a weird sport in that way though. Like you can get guys that just. Granted, if you got like a team full of LeBron and Stephs, like you can beat almost any like at that talent wise, you know. But if you got a couple ragtag kids from, in this case, Texas or wherever, you know, if if they all kind of buy into this team aspect, yeah, they can go out and
0: hang with another team of guys that are really, really highly recruited, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my point to it is like, you know, the guys that were nobodies, you know, got their shot at Big Daddy, right? I mean, Texas is Texas. It, it, No matter what conference A&M's in, no matter, you know, how good Texas Tech is playing in a national championship a couple years ago in basketball, like, Texas is Texas. They spend the most money. They, you know, they have the nicest facilities. That is is the school of tech, you know. Yeah. I mean, you think
2: Texas, you think Longhorns. That is the school. When
0: you grow up in Texas, whether you grew up a Longhorns fan or not, you will consider going to the University of Texas. right? And so, I mean, these, you know, this is the highest paid coach of of all of them, right? Chaka Smart. This is, you know, the school is the school that Kevin Durant went to. I mean, it's just like. You know, this they is have the, a program cr- history. Yeah, they have the cream of the crop too. I mean, these are these are the best basketball players the University of Texas can bring in. And little old Abilene Christian, as a 14 seed, you know, comes around and and knocks off the big guy. Some some D2 white boys from, and they didn't do it in a scoring sense. They did it in a, a defensive sense. I mean, they yeah. played really hard defensive basketball and turned Texas over 23. 23- Oh, okay.
2: Are we back? Yeah. Um, but no, still, yeah. Are we still recording?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're still recording. Okay. But I don't know what he was doing. I
2: don't know. He just like standing no, was... on something. <laughs> but no, either way, yeah. I mean, you you have guys that, like you said, aren't recruited out of high school. Like, these guys probably, this was a, maybe not a last resort, but like these guys weren't expecting to go anywhere. They were like probably the sixth or seventh man off the bench, you know, had... A decent season probably did well in high school but you know could go and play at a small school because i'm i'm not terrible but i know good and well i couldn't go and play power five basketball i'm not that good
0: you talking about yourself and no, the no, kids these, in abilene okay yeah, the kids i was gonna abilene. say no
2: you ain't playing no power five basketball brother nah fam <laughs> unless i'm like what is it rondell moore whatever his name is did you see that nate robinson baby you gotta get that Nate Robinson. Nah, he's still got an inch on me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, nah, the reason i the, the reason I brought that up is uh I forgot where he plays, but he just had his pro day, he had a 42 and a half inch vertical. Who is it? Rondell Moore or something like that. Whatever. I don't, I don't... Some receiver.
0: Five eight receiver. Oh, uh, you're talking about the one from uh Kentucky. Is yeah. That yeah? Yeah. No, that's Elijah Moore. Never mind. That's Elijah Moore. So yeah, this was Rondell Moore, Rondell something, but yeah, five eight receiver. 42 and a half inch vertical. Hey baby, go get it, go get it. You got a you got a lot of people got a lot of people putting on pro days out there. People running four fours and stuff, unofficial of course. But um, a couple of good pro days. So many guys for South Carolina. We can get into that another day. But um, all right, second beer is open. Got it um, running. Have you yeah, tried it yet?
2: Yeah, it's, it's all right. I mean, it's a side. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a one of the mill cider with, I think, your mango flavor to it, but. I mean, it's not blowing me away or nothing.
0: Okay, let uh, let Mustache Man over there have a hit of it.
2: I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah, but it's not terrible. It's not great. It's definitely, I think. It's definitely <laughs> sour. Yeah, but it's just, I don't. It's not even a sour though. Right? it was a No, it's a, it's a Goza style slider. Slider
1: or, sl- slider. Or cider, cider. Uh, it gave cider. me, it gave me like the lockjaw thing going. on. It's got on. some
0: coriander, some sea salt, some mango, some. It's apple. got
1: zero sugar, zero carbs, somehow, yeah. and it's gluten free.
0: Yeah, Adam's on the gluten free kick now. No, really low good, carb. No low carb kick.
1: This is interesting.
0: You know what I hate, like, and I, I, I don't mean to roast. It. I'm not going to roast any breweries here in Columbia, but there's a brewery here in Columbia that's trying to make like seltzers now. And that aren't doing a good job with it they're doing a terrible job with it and i, I i'm like you're a brewery can we please just stay on the beer train like i kind of like is, that I, I, and i don't like i'm not upset about this in any way shape or form i just hope that breweries don't get into the kick of ciders either like brew me first off so brew me 14 good beers and then you can start doing
2: so who do you who do you think should make a cider
0: like a winery or what, then um, what, what, who do you think if yeah. it's not a blue house? What do you think? I mean, it doesn't have to be a winery, but I, I think it's like a, I think it's like a separate thing, right? I mean, angry orchard and reds and, and, you know, people like that. That's, that's the domestic, but I'd but like, like I'd like of, for it to stay as like a separate, but, thing. but I think of that as like a vineyard, like yeah,
2: somebody yeah. that owns a vineyard or somebody that owns some kind an of an apple orchard. Yeah. 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 I'm cool with that. Versus somebody that owns a buoy yeah
0: i mean obviously you probably need some of the same tools and the same you know methods to it but um you know just for me personally i'm like you know let's stick to beer and
2: once you think you've perfected that then you can venture out exactly i got you exactly yeah so what you gonna give it because if not i'll go ahead and go first if you want me to you can go ahead yeah yeah you go ahead and go first six seven i said it's all right it's not great um Alex is right. It's got some real tartness to it. I say if you like, like, because I definitely think it has it's it doesn't drink easy like a wedge or nothing like that. Cause I think that mango gives it a little bit more tart to it than the apple. So I think it it's starting to adventure more into the sour realm than yeah. it does a cider. Yeah. And so and so I think that's kind of and again, that could be what, you know, they're calling it a goze style cider.
0: Got fancy on me. Do you just get French and fancy on me at the same time? Maybe. A goze style cider. A goose style cider. Um, <laughs> a goose. <laughs> hey, let me. Goose. Let me get the goose. Get the goose. Um, RIP. Uh, has that movie come out yet? No. Talking to? Two. Okay. Uh, it's probably know. like coming out in twenty twenty two now. Who yeah, knows? who knows? Black Widow got delayed today. I was upset about that, but uh, five three for me, just not not good. Not I mean, not not up your alley, huh? Yeah, I don't, don't want to be rude about it, but at the same time, I want to be honest about it. Like, just simply not good. It's just not. So, uh, I'm sure it's you know somewhere in somebody's realm, but I would say that you know fifty three percent of the general public would probably say this is not a good.
2: Like I said this. I mean, you got to be kind of. I think into sours or into ciders. Don't
0: expect this to be a natural cider. No, like don't don't come at this and be like, yo, I got a cider for us. Like this is not going to be.
2: This, I think this, this is, is more. I think this is more for. of a sour. If you, if you mix, yeah, if you mix like a a mango sour with three quarters
0: of a reds. Yeah, I mean or honestly it gives a little bit of a seltzer vibe it's very clear it's very natural like it gives a little bit of a seltzer vibe but
2: but like that that's uh it's not going to hit as heavy as a sow it's not going to be as tart, but it's not i guess going to be as sweet as a cider either though yeah
0: I, yeah it's not what i'm exactly i, I think you're 100 right actually i mean it's not like if if, if i'm if you're going like seriously i mean the whole point of this is like if, if you're going to look for a cider this is not your cider no like if you're looking for a a tart mango seltzer, this is what you're looking for. I don't even get any salt in that. Like I, I want, if you're gonna tell me I have sea salt in this drink, I want it to. I want it to turn my tongue. Like I just want a hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean seriously.
1: I don't know. I feel like the more I drink it, I feel like it gets closer to being a cider, but it just might be them getting used to the sour or the tartness of it. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna go six five.
2: Yeah, I say I might have been generous on mine. Yeah, I mean, would you give it six seven?
0: This but is the uh, this is the worst. This is the worst score we've given in probably about a month mm, and a half. For us, yeah, a month and a half, but only about five or six beers. So yeah. We gave the Omega Gang three philosophers, if y'all remember that one. I think that was the blueberry coffee porter or whatever. We gave it in the mid sixes. So, all right. Well, I mean, first beer was pretty good for y'all at least. So, I said, I mean, at least least Alex knows what he's picking up for for noon tailgaters this year. Yeah. Oh, I found out the,
1: the basketball team that I was talking about that had like a really more of a Cinderella story than other teams, North Texas. You're talking about the one that has the movie based around it? No. So this this year, they at one point in time in Conference USA play were really kind of out of the hunt, kind of fought their way back to, at the end of the season, won the tournament as a three seed, which the high seed in the Conference USA tournament is a seven, won it in overtime, and then they make it all the way up to you know the round of 32 and finally <laughs> lose to Villanova and got... I, you, I mean, handled by Villanova. That's saying, right.
0: They beat Purdue. I was
1: gonna say they they beat yeah. I was
2: gonna say they beat Purdue pretty soundly, didn't they? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, they
0: did. I forgot that They beat Purdue. Yeah, they beat Purdue by nine points. Yeah. God, Big Ten boy, that was a rough tournament for the Big Ten. They man. look so good in the regular season. You come in with so many people. I mean they they had Purdue, they had Ohio State, they had Michigan, they had Michigan State in a play in game, they had Illinois.
1: I mean, Illinois was they beat Drexel 78 to 49 and then goes out and gets spanked by Loyola.
0: Yeah. So G- 71
1: boy. to 58. Empowered I
0: powered them 100-year-old nuns.
2: I didn't see that game like I didn't get to watch that game. They lost the way, to
1: Loyola by 13 points.
2: But the way dad um my dad explained it to me was Loyola just can't like just out-coached Illinois. like they the scheme that they were running Illinois had no answer for.
0: Rutgers, Maryland I mean, all of literally like the Big Ten probably came in with ten teams, close, <laughs> and still got sent
1: home. <laughs> I would love to see Syracuse beat Houston, so and, that
0: and then Loyola
1: win, so that we we have an eleven versus eight. But if Oregon State beats Loyola, we'll have a and Syracuse wins, we'll have an eleven versus twelve hey, we in just, the elite
0: eight. We just had an eleven versus fourteen in the round of thirty two with Abilene Christian and UCLA. <laughs> UCLA has been playing like. USC is finally going to get the break this week, but dude, they had to play, they had to play Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. They, they, played, would, they played three games in four listen, days. All right,
1: so listen to this. Theoretically, if Oral Roberts wins and then Oregon State or Syracuse wins, like let's say Oregon State and Syracuse meet, one of those has to move on. Let's yeah. say Oral Roberts makes it past Arkansas and then beats Villanova or Baylor you have the potential for the final four over there being a 15 seed versus a 12 or 11. Yeah. Imagine that you're sending one of those to the tournament championship. Like that would be, that
0: would be history right there. Yeah. Well, so I've heard, I've, I've read some things today where people are like, I don't want to say making excuses, but making, in my opinion, good points that are still a little bit like of a stretch. Where, because everybody played conference games this year, you had some really low seeds. I mean, you think about Georgetown was a 12 seed. Georgetown's a pretty historically good basketball program, right? Now, granted, they had to win their conference tournament just to get in the freaking tournament. Yeah. But, you know, Syracuse is an 11 seed. Oregon State is a 12 seed. Yeah. Um, you know, UCLA and Michigan are 11 seeds. You've got, you
1: got these teams that are historically pretty good. They're being bumped down to a
0: bottom seed. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, well, are you really surprised? Like, look at look at some of these teams that are basketball schools that are 10 and 11 seeds. Yeah, that, that's true, but they got there because they weren't winning the games, right? I mean, yeah, you know, had Syracuse played non-con, Sure. Maybe they had, you know, five more wins and they were a 23 and 11 team or something like that. I mean, there's still not going to be a four seed. So um, and by the way, they had to show up to the tournament and win the games like Georgetown lost in the first round, lost to Colorado. They were a 12 seed. Right. I mean, you know, they 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 showed up. They were a low seed. They had just come off winning their conference tournament. I mean, they didn't show up and win. You still got to win the game. So. Um, I mean, I, I think some of that is true. I think that's why we have seen the most upsets is because we didn't have most people didn't it's play. It's not a very play.
1: accurate seating this yes. year.
0: Yes, so I do think that plays into a little bit of it. But credit to those teams that still showed up and you know won the games. So yeah, kudos to them. All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm say I'm good for the night. You got anything else? I think we're good. All right, let's put a bow on it.
1: Yeah, let's wrap this baby up. We'll send it. Uh, thanks for everybody tuning in, listening to us. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, follow us. Find us at Beer, Bacon, and Bros. As always, I'm Adam. We got Adam and Chris in.
2: You're not Adam. I'm
1: Adam. Yeah, I'm Alex. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a few beers deep. Okay, we'll see you guys later.